How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? This is Christian with Liberty After Dark. I'm just going to go ahead and do a real quick intro for part two of the episode with David and Mary from Liberty Late Night. Absolutely fantastic. We go over a lot of controversial topics, stuff like abortion, stuff like uh, conspiracy theories, circumcision. So there's a lot of great conversation here, a lot of exchanging of ideas and just kind of mulling through the topics. Uh, we have a special guest from Siren, so it's first time appearance. She's been a, a listener of the show for a few weeks now, so she managed to come on through Discord, and we had a good conversation with her as well. I will say, as a bit of a disclaimer, there's a section when we're talking about circumcision where the numbers that I'm giving are off by pretty much a factor of 10. So whenever you get to that part, there was a miscommunication, sort of, between myself and the chat and the group, but at the end of the day, I was wrong, so I wanted to go ahead and preface this at the beginning. Um, some of the numbers I give are not accurate, so the conversation as a whole I think is still very good and well-founded. However, I did want to bring this up beforehand. I won't hold you guys any longer, though. Please enjoy this episode. That Pentagon any, investigation that never yeah. happened, the $2 trillion, mm-hmm. it just... Oof. It, it, yeah. it was just an auditing mistake. It was, numbers got yeah. shifted wrong. Oh, yeah, it was just a couple, like a decimal point, you know, got moved. It's a, it's a real shame that that missile hit the, I mean, plane hit the Pentagon. You know, that's right. okay, you know? <laughs> yeah. All those documents are gone. We had receipts for everything. You Burned had, up. Had, had, had receipts. <laughs> All the receipts were in that wing of the Pentagon. Yes. It was, it was a lot of Starbucks. You know how different our... <laughs> $2 trillion dollars of Starbucks. That's why they're so big now. <laughs> Some food comp, you know. <laughs> Our whole, uh, the whole when 9-11 happened for us was, uh, <clears throat> I mean, obviously, I mean, we were. Yeah, we were still deep in state, it. Yeah, we were like, oh, my gosh, how could they do this to our country? <laughs> Where's my oh, fucking flag? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is it, so it was kind of beautiful. Like, we, we felt, like, united for a couple days. It was cool, just because as people, and we were, yeah. The, every pickup truck had a flag Everybody on the back. Was, no, 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 no. It was like Christmas. Everyone was being nice to each other, you know. <laughs> like, Everybody was but, at church, you know. Yeah, <laughs> being all pleasant and hugging on everyone, and but it, I don't know. I mean, I remember watching the news and just all of it coming in, and and thinking like, how how could they? How could they? How could, how we? could they do this? To how us? could we? Yeah. And, and and then you learn about it, and it's mm-hmm. like. Oh, wait, some of this why. shit doesn't add up. Yeah, I'm like, they they were so mad at I remember I remember saying it. They were so mad at us for our freedom. For our freedom that that they did this to us. And then you learn about blowback and you're like, oh Oh, yeah, don't oh, say yeah. blowback. You'll get booed <laughs> off the stage, right, Ron Paul? Blowback. Wait, you're insinuating that this might somehow be a, 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 a not even our fault, but a reaction to maybe one of our actions yeah. or several <laughs> actions that mm-hmm. we have made. May have done. Because tell me the U.S. wouldn't freak the you-know-what out if if we were being treated the way these being other occupied. countries. Yeah. The and not, not even on a government level, but us red-blooded Americans. Yeah. Feel like, we're going to, <laughs> yeah, tell me that People would Americans really wouldn't do that. I, mm-hmm. yeah. So we had, we went to City Hall here to do, and there was a protest going on, and it was like, Americans leave. Get, get the fuck out of our country. And then my buddy was like, oh, they don't understand. Like, we're the one line of defense against North Korea. Dirk, dirk, dirk. And I was like, let me ask you for a second. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? So what happens if like uh, Russia open or, you know, let's take an ally. South Korea's our ally. What happens when Germany opens up a military base in your in your town? Like, you're just going to, would you be okay with that? And he'd be like, who's like, well, yeah, they don't right. need to be here. And I was like, 
They feel the same what way when, us. <laughs> when they're patrolling your streets and just yeah. kind of, you know, yeah, coming yeah. in the bar, cause a little trouble. That's cool. They'll go back to their base and get taken yeah. care of over yeah, there. They got to have their MPs out on the streets to keep their people in yeah. line. And then, oh, mm-hmm. what do you know? Like, next thing you know, you have German military police officers all racked up and ready to go patrolling your streets. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that'll go over well. Yeah. Like, well, you're, yeah. you're 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 about to meet some American ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a way to get firebombed is what it is. Yeah, and I like feel the... bad too because, like, I mean, obviously, you know, hopefully those people didn't want to be there either. But you know, well, one way or another, yeah. but in this imaginary scenario, like he, he would have been one of those people. He's a, you know, America. He would have been one of those people. Like, get out of my oh, country, yeah. you Nancy. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> We blow shit up in our yard for fun. Imagine if we. <laughs> Imagine if we had a we're very ingenious in creating explosions yeah. in our country, our rural backyards. Mm-hmm. What's up, Seth Davis? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh... But yeah, yeah. Like, like they, they have those memes where it's like you can't invade American mm-hmm. mainland because we are armed to the teeth. And even if we're not, we, we blow shit up for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Japan said when their documents came out after the war. It's like the idea of invading mainland U.S. is insane because mm-hmm. behind every blade of grass is the quote, <laughs> there exists a firearm. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Like I walk down the street and I'm like, oh, dang it. Someone dropped their Glock. You know, it's like throwing the trash <laughs> bin. You know? I, have, I have friends that I work with who literally trip over guns in their house. Like they, that's their their Become collection. With, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, collectors. <laughs> yeah, he's, he lives alone, so he can he doesn't need gun locks because he doesn't have kids. He literally like, oh, I left this AK sitting out again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, though. Oh. I mean, why not? Why not? Uh, and you know what? It, just just to say too about liberty memes. Um, Oh, me too, Seth. Um, <laughs> that's what when I when we first started looking at Liberty memes. Um, well, Dave was looking at it and he would show me. He's like, "You got to check this out, check this out." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, like, am I allowed to laugh at that?" Mm-hmm. Like, I would ask, like, "Can I laugh at that?" Because that feels kind of weird, like, to laugh the, at that. The 9/11 um, ones but I caught want me to? off guard when I started following. Oh yeah, I was oh like, yeah, mm, yeah. It's a little too far for me. Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, what? What is the purpose of this? Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you guys think this is okay? This is kind of but then, then you kind of learn yeah. like it's yeah. yeah but then it's it's freeing in a way that ah oh, it's i love it i love it so much like, that i not... can Tower laugh seven? at that it was, that was a paper fire guys paper fire <laughs> yeah i can i always remember that that video clip of and we decided to pull that one or we decided to pull tower seven like wait what do you mean pull you decided i mean usually it takes a little while to set up a demolition how you just can just decide to pull a building? What does that mean? Like, yeah, we decide to pull that. Like, how? how what does that? What does those words mean? Yeah. <laughs> I need more explanation. <laughs> oh man, it's just a total. I like my girls, like I like Tower Seven. Yeah, <laughs> going down for no, no reason. reason. <laughs> yep, it's. <laughs> It was it was one of those things that it, it took me as a as a statist conservative to a while mm-hmm. to get behind. I had to like acclimate mm-hmm. myself to it. Even even now, it's like yes, I, I really can't, them. you know, totally a hundred percent be like, I, I I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I, 
is this really helping? <laughs> well, I mean, it got me to ask the question, to be completely honest. I mean, being completely transparent, I'd still, I was very per- passionate person about 9-11 before that, just because it was like such, so many people died and that is like one of the biggest tragedies in American history, and if not yeah. the biggest. And it's, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, it's and- something I took very seriously. And so, you know, first I was offended and then I was like, okay, well, I guess let's see if there's anything behind this. And it's like, oh, oh, there's. There's something behind this, you know, mm-hmm. and that's a wake up call. And that's another thing. It, yeah, it, 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 it <laughs> right. opens up your mind and, and it's and it's a holiday on both ends. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like he said, 9-11 is the best Liberty memes holiday. But it's also like it's it's almost like an American, you know, a holiday. Mm-hmm. Like, And I, I have I am. <laughs> God bless the people and the families who have who lost people. That was people jumping out of, mm-hmm. you know, uh, buildings like. I just I can't even imagine. I remember watching it and seeing and just seeing people drop. Yeah, um, but just the whole idea of why it happened and, and that's, know, that's where thing. it shifted. It's, okay, for me. so Let's, yeah, the, we're we're keeping it. We got to keep it wide open because if we're not allowed to even question, if if and, and yeah. that's what it is. It's like it it allows you to 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 question the the motives, the reason, the actual what actually transpired, rather yeah. than just being like, no, we have to be solemn about this. Here's the here's what happened. Mm-hmm. And this is this is what you believe, and if you stray outside of that, and now this and gives so us we're a reason just like a wild attack. course, be like, no, fuck that. We're gonna question everything, and we're gonna laugh about yeah. it, and we're gonna and make sure everybody looks at this from every perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, just real quick, I you know, I can't say I have all the information on nine eleven. There's still so much that isn't known that it's really hard to just say like, yeah, I, I know the full story. But I don't think it takes a lot to say that the official story is crap. And mm-hmm. that's all I really in, needed in one way or another. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I mean, you know, it could have been the plane smack into the buildings. The jet fuel could have melted the steel beams, but that doesn't explain how these people got through, how these people yeah. got there, how it all. Why, why it was let to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the Pentagon fiasco, you know, I mean, there's so Tower 7 by itself is an entire just black hole of information and it's just you know it's that not, makes you question everything else yeah. once you question yeah. the official story it's like you know i may not have all the answers but i know what isn't true and it's it's not that a bunch, <laughs> yeah, of, a bunch yeah. of terrorists got into a plane and said death to america and smacked them into a couple buildings <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's, it had nothing to do with what they are trying to feed us yeah. you know the the whole story of like oh they they hate they hate us because we have las vegas <laughs> I, we I, can gamble. I, that's exactly what i remember Sirens here make, brings up a good point, and I actually, I wouldn't say I lost a friend, but I went from having a really good friend to not-so-great friend, because we got into a big argument about this, and I made the comment that he did not like, and he still doesn't like to this day. He's brought it up multiple times, yeah. but... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> he's like, hey, it's kind of fucked up whenever you said this thing. He's like, you gonna apologize yet? And I'm like, but she says, nothing no. unites people like a common enemy. Oldest trick in the book. We got Nazi Germanied. Yep. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah. whole, all of, pretty much all of America got Nazi Germany. They were like, oh my God, look at all the bad things that are happening. Yeah. We got to go blow up these when all brown those Jews people. got in the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's, much. You know? It's true. I mean, it is that it, it, and we all of a sudden, everybody was lost their damn mind. They Just were blast I, the I, Middle we East. Were all like, oh, how many times mm-hmm. have you go, heard that? Go oh, yeah. fight. Carpet bombing. Yeah. I want glass fields. Mm hmm. 
are you insane? <laughs> we'll put a Kmart up there. Or something. Aunt Nancy, are you insane? Yeah. You want to carpet bomb an entire nation? <laughs> ah, it's so true, though. It's like, yeah. Well, we'll just throw them in camps. Everyone's you know, if we can't carpet bomb them. <laughs> God, it's so true. Get them in the boxcars. We'll, we'll get this sorted out. Yeah, exactly. We'll build up a <laughs> oh rail infrastructure gosh. for the good ones. And then you know, the Kurds can stay, oh. but everyone else has got to go. So Everyone else has to go. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I have to say this, the, the firefighters for 9-11 running, and this is what they do, they do for their, their living, is they run into burning buildings to rescue people. So regardless of 9-11, whatever, if anyone wants to call anyone a hero, I'm, I'm like, thank you, firefighters, for yeah. God forbid my house were to ever to catch on fire and you had to come in and rescue me or, or come in and try to put out the First blaze. responders, yeah. Yeah, you guys are, that's what I see is you, you are really helping people. You are really selflessly helping people. That's what I think. So anyway, I just had to say that. I have to pee so bad. I'll be right back. Gosh, don't put that in the podcast. You're fine. <laughs> it's going in. Mary's peeing in the sink. It's a <laughs> It's, um, yeah, it's something I always come back to. Just like we, we got, we got duped really, 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 really hard. And it's not, it's not a pretty, it's not going to look pretty in the future. Like when we have a great historical perspective oh. on this, like, that when history looks back on they're gonna be like oh yeah this was the excuse for us to well it it depends on who wins winners write the history books yeah for a time (laughs) but rome wasn't around Ah. forever (laughs) they they wrote some history books yes (laughs) they got revised yeah exactly (laughs) i i mean i just it's one of those things that it's kind of both like so shocking still that i almost don't even know what to say like I mean, I, I, this is one of my earliest memories was I was, I was in my little classroom and I, I don't know why they did this, but they never did it after this, that they would play like big news stories on the TV. Cause they were very big about people being like open to information. And so we had all these TVs and the school would be like, all right, well, let's watch this thing that's going on in the news. Like we watched the inauguration we watched all that stuff. And then nine 11 happened and an announcement came over and it's like, Oh, all the teachers, please turn your TV. We're kids. I was a little kid. I was in like kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And I remember she turned the TV on. It was on for maybe about 30 seconds. And then the second plane smacked into the tower and they were like, turn off the TVs, turn off the TVs right now. And I was like, okay, I was just a kid. My, pa- my mom came to pick insane. me up from school. I remember she like sat down in front of the TV, told mm-hmm. me not to come into the living room and just sat there and just like cried. And I was like, that's my early, one of my earliest, like big memories is, and it's obviously fragments, but like, you know, that's yeah, we have the same stuff. thing that ours, ours was the challenger explosion. Yeah. Same deal. But they rolled the TV in like, Hey, check it out. This rocket's about to blast off. There's a teacher on board. Oh, that doesn't look right. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We were, we were at Eaton park when that happened, actually me and her were together and, and, and Mary's like, dude, a plane crash in the world trade tower or whatever. And I'm like, so what you know I, I imagine like a little like two-seater plane like oh, yeah okay and then like suddenly like the restaurant's empty everybody went home you know and, and it's just like and everybody's kind of on edge like is this the beginning of something like we we thought like are we literally under attack is this like phase one of something that's going to be happening yeah, it was a crazy day yeah it was a crazy week <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that was well, but yeah, and on that, like, I remember 
you know, it's funny is that when when we were in, I don't remember what grades we started. Like, I'm trying to remember if we had actual TV screens like in our rooms or if, or if they'd roll in the TV on the cart. You know, like because we didn't have flat screen. In. Yeah, it was a CRT. So I imagine, yeah, it was a roll in. And and every morning in 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 a homeroom or whatever, we'd watch Channel One. I think it was called. And this was you know a while ago. And and you know, what's his Anderson Cooper? Oh was, yeah, was the. <laughs> Was the the one of the the news people this teenager or preteen news guy was Anderson Cooper and he told us the news every morning in our school and this is where we got our information from in the morning and now it's like it's kind of funny you know because now he's on Channel One telling us what the th- or on on CNN or whatever telling us what to think and it's like all of this is and and it, and, and where we're at we're we're questioning is like is this was this all part of the indoctrination like we need to trust this kid to give yeah. us our information and believe what he's saying. And now he's on the maybe the state mouthpiece or whatever cable news is telling us what we should think about what's going on in the world. And CNN is one of the most popular news distributors <laughs> on planet Earth. Yeah. Next to talk shows, Mo- actually. Talk shows have the most trusted name in news. Hmm. Who says? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we're telling you, you should trust this name in news. It's the most trusted. The only 100% verifiable no. news outlet on Not planet Earth is WikiLeaks. So. Something hmm. important to keep in mind. It's just the information dumped there. You sort through it. They're not even telling you what to look at. Here's all the information. Figure it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's all they do. So they just facilitate it. But they do fact check as well, which is very important. They have an entire, wow. they have an entire team of facts. Oh, they just don't dump anything. You can't just like leak them like, oh, look, these are Guberman documents. And they're like, seems legit. <laughs> dump them. No, they, they fact check everything to the greatest extent that they can. Did they really? Yeah, that's who is this now? WikiLeaks. That's why oh, it took good. so long for them to dump all the the DNC stuff because when they got it, they didn't know if it was true or not. If it was all fabricated, and they had to do the best they could to verify. Oh it. yeah. And it turns out, you know, I it took them yeah. it took them months to release them after they already said like, "Hey, we got these things. We're gonna go through them all, and we're gonna release them." Like Clinton emails took months to verify. Also, the ones yeah. that they got. So, which is en- enough to be <laughs> incriminating first off. Yeah. There's a man in prison right now for inciting international violence. And they literally say in the Clinton emails, like, hey, we're going to put this guy up on a stick so that no one else gets the flag for it. That's like in the wow. Clinton emails. He's still in prison. That should have been and one of the first things are- is like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, get this man out of jail right now. Right. Right. I don't remember what his name is. Laws are for poor people. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rip, rip liberty memes. Mm. <laughs> Why don't people care about this stuff, though? That's because what I want to know. It's easier to not care. It's so much easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, oh. it's so much brain work. It's easier to detach <laughs> yourself from it all and just be like, yeah, well, none of this affects me. I'm not in jail. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think that's, you know, you let that happen for long enough and then you wind up in a Mm-hmm. There was a as really long as you're not doing anything wrong. Yeah, there was a really good read I had about like police shootings throughout the decades and how like police shootings in like the the 50s and 60s weren't really like that bad at all. Cops were very conservative <laughs> about using their gun, and that was really also around the time when like every depiction of a police officer on planet Earth was like smiling Bob here to help you. I'm here for you, police officer. Oh, what what is the cover of the Saturday Evening Post or whatever? 
what's that that artist's name that did all those oh yeah but that was your cop back then you know sitting at the like, the, the soda jerk stand with the little kid yeah <laughs> and i can't think of his name and you know there was a it was a really interesting read and it was basically the argument was and you know i don't have anything to really refute it it's an, just an interesting opinion analysis but he basically said like the perpetuation of this like all cops are saints is what allowed bad cops to start to proliferate and when they started doing shadier things there was already the indoctrination of well cops are good they're all good i'm sure they had a reason yeah. for um, doing what they did i'm sure they had a yeah. reason exactly and, and then you don't ask we, questions. we need to hear the full story yeah mm-hmm. we need to hear the full story oh the full story never came out okay whatever that's that's back the there cops. now yeah <laughs> next if you can get the full story you should wait for the full story but if not use what you got use what yeah you got. How do your how do your parents feel? I'm sorry. How do your parents feel when you talk about this kind of stuff? Like, you, do you ever have these conversations with your parents? My mom. Makes it, this most just makes of me my, think uh, of my dad. She makes most of my custom ANCAP shirts, actually, and she from she's not an ANCAP. I wouldn't even say she's a libertarian, but I've slightly. Um, Yay! Me and my dad like kind of sort of got a little bit woked before I started coming in together, and then I've just kind of like infected him more, and he'll be like, "Man, oh, this is so ahead. stupid," and I'm like, "Isn't it?" Isn't it stupid? None of this interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, like, you say let's that? go to the root of this problem. Um, yeah, I got him. I got him Ooh. to accept the taxation is theft. Like, mm-hmm. That was like one of the biggest. Oh, that's that's one of the biggest hurdles for most people. I don't think I've like changed. No. You know, I've at least given him some new perspective. But they're supportive. You know, they are very big on me believing whatever i want to believe i learned a lot about economics and politics through my stepfather who's a big conservative which is probably why i started off as a constitutional conservative but i would have rather started there i guess than start as a full left whack kid you know yeah that's a much harder transition to make i think so norman rockwell that's what i was norman rockwell there you go yeah blessed yeah Let's, I, I don't really have um, a lot of these conversations with my parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I'm also very anti-confrontational. So mm-hmm. it's like, like I'll, I'll say something to my dad and he'll say, boy, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like, I, I won't agree with you, but I won't. We're not going to have yeah, this I'm, fight. I'm, yeah, <laughs> there's no point. But I, was, like, I, I believe in the meme thing, meme thing where it's like, I'm going to put this little thing in your brain and you go ahead and do what you want with it. Yeah. But if 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 you resist, I'm I'm okay. I roll over quick, you know. It was a little like at first. I just kind of like just was like dropping like little like boom, boom. You know this yeah. like yeah. I got my first libertarian shirt made from her. She was like, "Oh, you're like a libertarian now," and it's like, "Yeah, this is the thing, and this is what it is." And she's like, "Oh, that's that's cool, I guess." Wait, so your your mom makes t-shirts? Well, she that's she not she owns a vinyl business now. Okay. Um, so, oh, nice. so back then she used to like make shirts for friends and stuff like that. Well, she just like cut out the middleman basically and started selling the vinyl. And so she's damn near a wholesaler at this point. She's got this like giant store that she runs and it's fantastic. Oh, sales. that's great. Yeah. She just like quit teaching one day. She was like, teaching is bunk. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I got Good her. For her. <laughs> yeah. And when you first said that, I'm like, oh, your mom makes you t-shirts. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She gets out the glitter glue glitter and no. they're, they're nice t-shirts. I'm getting her to make oh, a yeah. uh, a no needs no need roads t-shirt, and it's like you dad, oh, wow. no need roads, and he's got his arm. No up. need oh, roads, dude. That's awesome. You got the 
hookup there. Right. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> if I can't find like I like to, you know, support Liberty memes. So I bought a couple of their shirts. Mm -hmm. Like I got the not mm -hmm. every gun grabber is a commie and he's got the that's where yeah. you're wrong, commie. I love that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> the Anarchy Ball, I have that shirt and you know yeah. all, all those. But I uh you know it's I think honestly I've gotten quite a few interactions about well but just about shirts honestly and i'll get to the comments in a second i just want to finish this thought um yeah <laughs> i mean them. every time i point over there i'm pointing to the comments <laughs> at, at the gym just, I like the especially like <laughs> i wore my uh libertarians wanting to control want to take over the world to leave you alone meme because that mm -hmm. the globe and everything yeah and uh yeah. i got one day it was just i was with my buddy oh brian you guys have met brian oh, oh b ride oh yeah and this yeah. was before i had converted him and uh, I love it now. He'll send me a post and he'll be like, look at these fucking commies. And I'll be like, yes. Oh, you know? Yay, and, Brian. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good. I wanted to have him on today. That's when you've arrived when you start calling people fucking commies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're at the level like, no, they ain't people. They commies. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, you know, we, I was at the gym with him and I just got like like three people in a row were like, hey, man, I like your shirt. It's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, thanks, man. Oh, I was like, cool. I got it here. And, you know, just kind of, I don't know. It's just nice to see that people are at least aware of the word now. Because when I first got some of these, yeah. people, yeah. most of the reactions were like, what's a, you liberal? What is this? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why you got liberal in your name? Chuck, right. You snowflake. <laughs> More I like, like that though. I, I, that's another way to reach people is just walking around with a shirt on that is, you know, <laughs> says something that's not not something that they normally see. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. Yeah. yeah, I think that's so cool that your mom does that, and that's so sweet that she wants to support you in that yeah. way. You know, that she comes up with awesome stuff for you. It's like five bucks for her, and I don't have to spend thirty dollars on a shirt, so why not? You know, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all those libertarian shirt places and are so expensive. you can think up your own idea and and say hey i like this mm -hmm. put this on this is the message i'm feeling like wearing right now no need <laughs> i like loads. it i'm gonna wear that no i like it i like yeah. this stupid shit and put it on <laughs> yeah. yeah that's i got a bunch of nonsense shirts like yeah. this one right here this one wrap it with a hair trigger this one says nacho average t-shirt Ah, love that love shit. It. Just like little stupid shirts, like uh, I have yep. the body by burrito shirt, like all that stuff. You know? <laughs> so, just to get to some of these comments, so the comment section can get some love, because I know we've been kind of going oh, on yeah. a tirade for a little bit now, but and, and I hope you can use some of this in your stream. Oh yeah, <laughs> your podcast. This is all good. So, John says, communist to libertarian is a much easier transition. Replace uh, government. Every does everything to individual does everything and you're there i think there's some sort of is a, that sarcasm yeah i was about to say i was like there's yeah. a there's an inherent reliance on the state as a necessary tool in communism that you have to get through which is the hardest part to make anybody a libertarian mm -hmm. is you have to accept the fact that the state is not a tool at worst and you can't force other people to do what you want them to do yeah <laughs> pragmatists are difficult as fuck you said my trigger word yeah. pragmatism um <laughs> the uh let's see my dad's a minarchist scroll the feed interact with us i will I, i'm trying i'm sorry <laughs> are they bedazzled cool. we're doing it celeste no they're not bedazzled but i would mom's t-shirt that size of the sparkle <laughs> if it was tastefully bedazzled i would uh yeah. i would i would wear it i don't know 
I'm comfortable enough with my sexuality. As long as it added to the meme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if it added something to it. There might be some tasteful nudity as long as it it, it added to the story. (laughs) Then why not? If I got a if I got a stop being poor shirt and then it like had a diamond in it with it was like all oh, yeah. dazzled up, I'd yeah, wear that. Sparkly. Yeah. yeah. A little sparkly diamond with That's some glitter. Great idea. I would never I would not wear a stop being poor shirt in public unless it was still a libertarian. <laughs> I know so he's saying he's he's not being sarcastic. I the only people that are ideologically consistent are communists and anarchists. Ideologically uh, get consistent. Them. I, I so well Again, are off, you being sarcastic? Yeah. <laughs> So the argument that, like, let's say, okay, he's a horrible example, but like, you know, they're, let's say Rand. Rand is ideologically consistent. That doesn't make him right, first off. Mm -hmm. So he, relatively speaking, okay, I'm trying to think of a politician who's ideologically consistent. Rand has pretty much ran and spoken the same platform since he's gotten into politics. Um, A a libertarian conservative. Libertarian (laughs) conservative. I'm not saying he's an example, but I'm trying to give someone who is. We are air quoting for everybody that's listening. (laughs) One one of those uh, categories that isn't one of those two, right? Um, You know, minarchists can be ideologically consistent and believe that the the minimal amount of state is a necessity, and you can have that ideology and be consistent about it. Doesn't make you right, no. But so I don't know. but now saying you can sway a communist to become a, because of their ideological ideological consistency is 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 almost no because they're they're being consistent. It's going to be even harder to make them change every belief that they're consistently carrying. That seems like it would be a pretty tall order. Well, Jacob says like, here maybe not preposterous, but it could happen. Like yeah, sure, I could convince Mahatma Gandhi to you know become a Nazi if I was persuasive. John enough. Spartans here, but. <laughs> I I definitely am I am I'm skeptical. Rand isn't consistent. See, then the second I said that, I knew someone was going to say that. I was just trying to think of a popular figure. There's no popular sure, figure that's yeah. consistent. Literally, the second it's the words Ron. came out of my mouth, I was like, "Well, see, but Ron, a lot of well, even, is Ron even consistent? We talked about this last. Well, night. even Sat- Saturday Night Live said he was I- I- ideologically consistent and hard as nails. It was okay. that sketch where the, the, he was trying to get to the to the the debates, but somebody caught him in the in the parking garage and threw him into a van. <laughs> I love that <laughs> I sketch so much. That. Yeah, it was that? it was back during the Rod Paul day. They actually gave him some screen time, and and they like pull up. They show like the camera from the garage, and they pull up in the van, and they drag him in the van. And you hear like a confrontation, a couple gunfires, <laughs> and then Ron jumps back out, <laughs> comes back up to the. <laughs> I don't remember stage. that. Oh my gosh! I watched that one. Oh, I, I wonder if you can even find it now. We but yeah, to try to find that was it. my favorite. Like he, they pull him into the van. There's like bang, bang, and he comes popping out, straightens out his tie. <laughs> oh man! So <laughs> I, I say this. I, I've said this many times in multiple episodes. But um, Siren here says voluntarianism allows for small pods of it, which would be communism, uh, but is not sustainable beyond small groups without force. So. I've always said that in anarcho-capitalism, couple families coming together. If you want to start your anarcho-communist township, then go for it. You can't have Marxist communism yeah. in Ankapistan because that requires violation of the nap, which means that you're going to get your naps violated for violating people's naps. But you can have pods of anarcho-communist societies, and they will probably all wither away and die, and then they'll become anarcho-capitalists townships so that's fine you know yeah. and then we'll be done with this problem for mostly good 
Right. That, that's always been me. It's like we we need a lot of little experiments. This whole centralized one big giant social experiment of a, yeah. a, a central government is just dangerous because then we all fail together. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we had little communities doing their own little experiments, we can find out real quick what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And and eventually we may come to one cent- not centralized, but basically a consensus that leaving people alone and letting them deal in their own way with each other freely is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And it, it, that's just where it'll be. But until then, let, let everybody do their experiments. Yeah. Stop forcing this one big ideal on everybody mm-hmm. yeah and you know i was given the the challenge of like oh well what if a township builds a road and then they close it off to everyone else so that you can't use that road and i'm like well it's gonna really suck when they don't have any uh yeah. travelers into their their city to keep it going yeah. and the city dies good, right good, good luck with your own yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, have fun being self-sustaining i'm sure that'll work in the service-based economy <laughs> yeah but the Erie's big for that like we're we're all oh, hotels we're all, and yeah. restaurants like yeah. if, if we were to close off our roads to the three major cities around us, we have nothing left. We have yeah. a couple shops and yeah, we, we would it. fail mm-hmm. immediately. Yeah, Everybody's you... like, Oh, we're just opening a hotel, another service job. And I'm like, well, that's what we are. I think freedom of travel is, other. is beneficial to everyone. So I always yeah. get this like, Oh, well, you know, what if I put a toll road up on the road that I build? And I'm like, well, no one's going to use your fucking road. That's what's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> You're going to get want to get on the payment plan that the other big roads are using and yeah. get your royalty fees off of that. That's yeah. what I see. There's, there'll be big businesses. There'll be like, you know, there's always like the Amazons and Google's Easy tag and stuff is like primed that. To, to, to go. You know, they've already got a system yeah. built up. <laughs> so it's like I have a road. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to plug into the easy tag system and they're going to hit, hit me with my royalties and they can travel on my road. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as my road is well kept. And they wanted want to be to. in their system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't see any any reason. And you know, also, I'm a big fan of free travel. So if, you know, I yeah. paid for the fixing of a road or something. I'm not going to block that road off to other people. I would appreciate it if they kept my road, you know, well treated. You yeah. know, but <laughs> please don't drive yeah. a tank yeah, on my road. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. But <laughs> we do have some rules. No rules. Off my. You're going to get your license revoked. You're not going to be allowed on any of these roads. Are you are you open borders then? Um, in in Kapistan, yes. I'm not for opening the borders <laughs> right now. That's a really bad idea. The welfare state would, you know, it's a collapsitarian idea. If right now, in the, <laughs> but I'm not a wall. If that's what you're asking. No, we we kind of discussed okay. this last night with uh yeah. with bottle <laughs> with Trisha. She's like, is is the is the welfare state going to shrink at all if we? close the borders no it's not but we have to shrink the welfare state before we open the borders unless you want to do the collapsitarian approach and you want to overload the welfare state until the point it's unsustainable and we roll it back that's another way it's a strategy of doing it i don't think it's going to be a very (laughs) successful one but or at least a very easy i like i like the old school version of like yeah come on over and 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 carve out a life for yourself and if you fail you fail yeah yeah Like you, you better be ready to to offer something that somebody wants, whether it be offer cheap labor wants. or yeah. whatever it is, right. you know, or it's good cheese or something. I've got us. We we got the open market for it here. Yeah. Oh, yep. that'd be beautiful. I want to watch Gangs of New York again. Oh, that was that a while was awesome ago. Movie. Where are you seeing that? No, I just popped. In oh, my head. okay. <laughs> it like, it reminds me of the old days. 
was a little bit more open, even though you did have to go through Alice Island, it seemed like come on in and, and set up shop and, mm-hmm. and, but it, it didn't seem like people were coming here. Like I'm going to dial into the, to the welfare system and I'm going to get my, my food bought for me and I'm going to get my cable done. And right. They came here to, to for that opportunity for that opportunity that I can, I can make something for my family and work my ass off. Yeah. And, and I, not just, I mean, I can understand yeah. the, the argument that, you know, like they're definitely, it needs to be easier to get country and to leave it. I think, you know, honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, kind of annoyed with the passport system right now. Um, cause you know, international travel is just ridiculous, but we haven't done it in so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an, it's a nightmare, especially if you lose your passport, it's a total nightmare. Um, first time I've interacted with cops oh in a gosh. long time. Wow. Yeah, fuck your citizenship. That's yeah. Exactly. Scary. That's really scary. You don't have your papers. Mm-hmm. It's, um, so yeah, that's, that's always fun. And, but what I, what I was getting at is that, you know, it, I can understand, you know, again, if we have the state as it exists now, we can't just like open the board. Um, but, you know, it it should be easier. It should be like, OK, are you dying of, you know, anthrax? OK, no. Uh, are you like, you know, are you loaded up with like RPGs and, you know, C4? Do you have tattoos on your face? Do you have tattoos on your see, face? That's, see, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, okay. And then if someone does a crime, um, I, you know, I think in America, honestly. GTFO? Yeah. Well, you can either, you can either extradite them, which is an extremely expensive process back to their own country or deport them. Or you could just deal with them here and i mean just depending on how the justice system works out in this fiction yeah, welcome sure. to our legal system yeah yeah, yeah you're, you're here, here now, now. <laughs> so might not be no mexican justice system it's still ain't nice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from what i hear it's it's a that's get? not a very feasible option just because of how expensive it would be assuming you know mm-hmm. most of these people are going to be peaceful but you know there's always bad eggs yeah and you're just adding <laughs> sure. to the justice system <laughs> You're doing the yeah. opposite of the Trump. Some of them, I assume, are good people. <laughs> Some of them. Why don't we be a little more optimistic about? Yeah. That? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Some of them might be bad people. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, there I might understand. Might be a couple bad apples. <laughs> Let's not look at it like the whole bushel is wrecked. <laughs> I, I I don't enjoy the elitist uh-huh. attitude of like, oh, we Americans are so much better than these filthy we Mexicans. Were born here. Oh, you know? yeah. I was oh, born yeah. in these imaginary, <laughs> brother. <laughs> come at me with that i don't really appreciate that i think an american is has just as so much as a capacity to do evil as anybody else on planet Earth. for sure so yeah we've we've proven that time and again mm-hmm. oh yeah we're human oh yeah we have <laughs> every day we prove it <laughs> we've talked about multiple instances of it just on this show so i mean <laughs> it's just part of the part of the deal and uh you know stuff like face tattoos I think it's ridiculous that they have to exploit the asylum system to get in. It just makes everything harder for everybody. Um, you should just be able to get in. That's pretty much it. Uh, it would be nice if Mexico would like share some of like the criminal justice information that they have, I guess, in the oh, time yeah. being. <laughs> I guess. Like to the, the, see their record? Maybe, I guess. Because I mean, yeah, that, that, that's reasonable. If if we're, I mean, again, I'm spitballing here. None of this is optimal. But if we're looking at trying mm-hmm. to make the system better, I suppose few steps as possible while trying not to let like the worst people in. I can understand. I get it. You don't want to let like if Ted Bundy wanted to go to Mexico tomorrow, I would assume Mexico would tell him no, even if all of his papers were right. in order. You know, it's like you <laughs> might, <in> <laughs> you might not he doesn't be, even have face tattoos. Uh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> 
So you may not be the best person for our, our society. And I get that. Just like a township <laughs> should have the, re- the right to reject someone who wants to move in there. If, if I come in and, and you know, I'm, I'm trying to like, I don't know what caused me to, to get kicked out of a township. But if I, you know, applied to get into a township and they said, you know, all this is to- total wackery and we're not going to let you in here. Like they should have every right to do so. So maybe that would be your problem is that you'd get into the country and then you would have you wouldn't be able to find a township you could stay in and you just have to oh no try to <laughs> buy a piece of land or something I don't know at that point you're kind of on your own so yeah definitely definitely <laughs> Dave's using the facilities <clears throat> look at he went upstairs for your show isn't that nice Culture, uh, language, and borders. It's a simple concept, you libtards. Okay. Hmm. Cool, cool Thanks, Sean Spartan. Cool, cool, cool story, <laughs> cool bro. <laughs> you should add dragons next oh. time. So Dave and I watched this thing uh, on... It, we get into... Um, oh, boy. There, I, I'm not... We don't, like... We're not, like, BuzzFeed, like, fanatics, but... The guys that do uh, true crime or or uh, unsolved kind of things. I don't know if you've ever watched them or not, but they're pretty fun. Uh-huh. Or supernatural things. They're they're hilarious. But uh, so they do like these um, unsolved, like unsolved mysteries, I guess. And um, they were talking about this this thing that happened in Iceland. Oh boy, it was in the seventies, I believe, and. Because the the whole like crime rate and I, I'm talking about the Iceland thing, Dave, the uh, whole crime rate in Iceland was so low, you know, and even still, I guess, apparently the one guy went there and everyone's like, yeah, we do like a murder, like <laughs> we do murder. But back. OK, so back in the 70s, there was this thing that happened. OK, somebody disappeared. And then like a couple months later, someone else disappeared. And so the cops were like, okay, well, people want answers. So we got to hurry up and give them answers. So they take this, this couple, like, and they talk to them individually, put them in solitary confinement for weeks, weeks until they finally confess to whatever it is that, you know, uh, this, this one crime ended up and spending years in solitary confinement. So they, they kind of confess to this, like they, well, they confess to this one crime. Um, but then the cops are like, well, hey, just just out of curiosity, like, d- do you did you ever see this guy before? Or do you think that the people you might know might have done this crime? And, and the woman's like, I don't know, maybe. And they're like, back to the cell with you. Yeah, back, back to solitary till you <laughs> back figure to this solitary. out. So and they, they shove her back in there for like a month. And then finally, and also the, yeah, they the had them acting, they had them acting out the crimes like they like, OK, yeah. if it were to happen, this is how it happened. Like they, they, they're like really fucking these people up psychologically oh, like they're having them act out the crimes they're like making them doubt their own memories mm-hmm. and everything until they questioning they, them for like 10 hours a day either they're they're convincing them that they actually committed the crimes or just getting them to the point where like i'll admit to anything just get stop. me out of this freaking <laughs> cage please stop this yeah like like over like years of years. solitary confinement yeah. i mean i think the one guy so they ended up saying like a couple names of friends or something so then those people got shoved into solitary confinement and i think the one guy spent 740 some days yeah. in solitary like i i would lose my mind i would go crazy and that's what happened though it's like that they actually 
did like go like kind of crazy in a way that they but they were signing like, maybe things, i did that and that's what they were saying was like well, maybe maybe i did and and so they would sign it and they're like i don't i don't remember exactly but that sounds like it could have happened i believe you that you say that i did this and <laughs> signing um confessions, confessions and yeah. stuff like that and so this is years later that somebody came in and talked about the the effects of of what solitary confinement yeah. and, and, and all that kind of like oh, exactly what they were doing does to a person <clears throat> oh yeah and so uh it's several of them well a couple of them had already passed away but um a couple had been released and then there was like one or two more that were still like having to fight for their yeah. freedom but i was just blown away that but that these these police officers just thought Hey, this is working. This is working. <laughs> so we're going to do this. We're, and, get, we're getting answers. We're getting answers. And that's what the public wants is answers. And I think that happens a lot here too, though. I mean, maybe not necessarily in that fashion, but people just want to close the case. Give me an answer. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Just close the case. But I felt so sad, like thinking about these people. I would go nutso and solitary. I would go, give me three days. I'd be dead <laughs> whatever you want me to sign yeah i'd be yeah. cool with it the saudis, saudis still it's illegal but they still do it they they still torture people what? for confessions in their police system we still beat people it happens all how many videos yeah. have you seen of cops asking people questions and they slap them across the face they yeah. sock them in the face or something or punch them in the gut and then they're like okay what's your answer now oh, yeah. wham yeah. okay what's your answer now yeah wham. what's your you answer know? now it's yeah. like like jesus man That's, like how are you supposed you're not to put getting up with the that? real yeah you're not getting a real answer you're getting what you want to hear mm -hmm. by beating a person another human you know yeah i don't know that just blew my mind though when i was what are you smiling at dave i just think sometimes we rotate in tandem oh i'm sorry well, yeah, <laughs> like we got these... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah that blew my mind that really did yeah those are fun those, those, those... are fun buzzfeed blue unsolved mm -hmm. even though they're super like beta males but it's it's, 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 it's entertaining it's entertaining yeah, Boy, I, yeah. Washed out. I i've i've i used to follow some of those things back when i was like i need to diversify my portfolio as much as possible and i was on buzzfeed <laughs> and HuffPost and you know like now oh, yes oh, the, yeah. the only reason we they do those those basically those ghostbuster things those go myth not mythbusters ghostbusters but you know where like They'll go to the haunted house and they'll spend the night there and they got the little tools and stuff. Yeah. But they're not, they're not trying to be professional at all. They're, oh, no. The <laughs> one guy, the fun. one guy, like he, he goes in there and he's just like, come at me, you know, like talking, <laughs> talking to the whatever spirits, spirits. that are there, Steve. you know, and he's like, yeah, he's all <laughs> but, like, but he's, it's very entertaining. It's so, it's fun. But then the other guy is scared to death. So he's like shaking, you know, <laughs> like, because they are good. If, if Buzzfeed ever did anything good, this is it. Yeah. And we watch we watch some of the BuzzFeed things that are like uh, some of their skits are funny, like the women's winter yeah. one. That one's or, pretty funny. I always laugh. Or, at that. or try this and stuff like that. The, the the drinking one, I like the one where the, the, Irish the, the Irish people try people American. Try American. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> those, those, but those I also fine. love listening to their accents. Yeah, the, the but news I, is I know I don't. Me. That's what, I, I don't follow that part. Yeah, the news, quote unquote, and the the Huff Post and stuff like yeah, I, I don't. I mean, sometimes there'll be like a funny parenting article or something that somebody shares from like scary mom or whatever. Like she does funny stuff, but um, just as a mom, like, oh yes, relatable. 
I can feel your pain, you know, but, um, I don't, I don't enjoy a lot of <laughs> the things that they put up. I, Dave's going to find this and link it. Oh, you're fine. Go for it. <laughs> I think probably the one, the person who pisses me off the most out of all of these people is that, uh, oh, what's his name? Uger, the guy who does the, uh, this week on BuzzFeed. Oh, oh uh, the the young Turks. Oh, that was Dave. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so Chank Uger's uh, nephew, I guess he got his little skit that he does on the internet now, and he just, oh yeah, he just talks about things that are just you know maybe this is too much of an asshole statement for me, but he just talks about things that are just <laughs> obviously way over his head, and he's like, "This is what the paper tells me to tell you," and I'm related to a guy that people <laughs> like, so I'm just gonna do this and then i'm gonna be like this you guys are evil <laughs> human beings and you you know he's like mm-hmm. one of the worst as far as talking about how just just like this these people are despicable if they feel this way and i'm like oh so i'm like a evil human being because i like my guns okay whatever then i guess i'm an evil human being to you we are enemies yeah, now. Yeah. Congratulations. I'd like to defend myself. Yeah. <laughs> How about those people that try shooting for the first time and they're like, I have PTSD. I PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. <laughs> and then I smell the gunpowder. Break, break, break to the clip of the 10-year-old girl. This is fun. I love that. She took out all them targets. That's what I don't. You know what? Not everyone should own guns, but everyone should have the right, you know? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> it might not be for you, but why are you telling me I cannot? Oh, what if I, I think about that? I think I the yeah. other day, like, like, what if you're you're in 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 any situation where suddenly a bad guy shows up with a gun and you're not allowed to have one? You don't have one. It's like yeah. ah, like oh, I want to have that ability to defend myself mm-hmm. in any situation. Yeah. <laughs> How, you, how can you take away that right for me to defend myself when mm-hmm. the the technology exists? You can you can make anything you want illegal or whatever, but you can't uninvent <coughs> projectiles okay. coming mm-hmm. out of a handheld device. It's yeah. like you can't undo that. So somebody's going to have that. Well, don't don't take that from a, me because I want to obey the law. Am I going to set a cannon at my front door or something? Like, do I need to get my muskets ready? What is this? I just get yeah, the muskets. musket and flintlock. Like. Seriously, that, yeah. that stupid commercial too. That was, I, I think, I don't know if it was like an actual commercial or from now this, but where the guy walks into the Ooh. office and shoots someone with a musket and loads it up, and everyone like runs away. <laughs> ah, like, uh, <laughs> cool. Oh my gosh! Because cool. we'd advance beyond muskets. Yeah, it doesn't make that not be a thing anymore. And the right. bad guy. It's just a great example have... of why I don't need a musket. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hold on, let me reload. So what is... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I pause? missed. This. Everybody I missed. pause. <laughs> I missed. Time out. Hold on. Well, you're gonna get Time it. Red light. <laughs> yeah. Red light. Well, you're gonna get. <laughs> yeah. It's coming for Nobody you this moves. time. <laughs> Damn it! The wind caught it. Let me get my flintlock. Oh, the charge is wet. I didn't have a rifled barrel. <laughs> the dying. smithy couldn't rifle great. it. <laughs> oh. i have tears coming out of my eyeballs yeah, tell, tell him what he's doing is illegal that's that's what yep. you gotta do tell him he's breaking the law <laughs> hey you can't bad oh set this down it's like god dang it man i thought that was legal i'm so sorry no murder's illegal now yeah <laughs> 
did I miss that? What? <laughs> Trump's making some big changes, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's making some big changes. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh my gosh, that's what I'm gonna so, do. So, what? What happens? Like, okay, so I go to places where, uh, you know, it's like this is a gun-free zone. You know. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the library has that sign. <laughs> Most people just carry their um, guns in them. I'm going to be completely transparent. Yeah. You probably shouldn't, yeah. honestly, because if someone sees it, that's going to be a big no. no. Oh, but they're going to be, it's going to be a big problem. It's better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> most of the well, people, I guess permission was already denied. <laughs> I didn't see the sign. Uh, most people. It's a little sign. I can't read. <laughs> I'm at the library. <laughs> I, I've, I've had this conversation with a few gun owners who conceal carry. And, Lucky for me, I can't read. They carry it everywhere with them. I know one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say names, but you know, you, you're not supposed no. to carry with like a side holster, right? But mm -hmm. he wears a lot of like suits and, and coats and stuff like that. So it's yeah. the most mm -hmm. accessible way. So yeah, he wears a side holster, right? And you know, it's like, it's, um, I asked him, I was like, what happens if you use that? And then someone finds you concealed carrying in a side holster. And he's like, well, I'm not dead. And I was like, oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, when you put it that way. We'll yeah. cross that bridge when we get I to mean, it. I mean, because, okay, first of all, why is, why is the guy going to use it? It's going to be probably if someone comes in and starts shooting up the place and then he kills the, the you know, crazy maniac guy who's shooting up the place. So yeah, yeah, how I mean, are they going to feel about that? He, he who they shall not be named carries at work and he just doesn't care. He's like, I, I'm not, not going to die to somebody with a gun going on my lunch break. It's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, man, if that's the if that's how you want to do it. By all means, <laughs> I have no issues with yeah. it. So, I mean, because I see those signs and I think like, oh, that that's just we're sitting ducks in this place, yeah. you know, where we're not allowed to defend ourselves. Oh, we can't carry. You can't. Law-abiding citizens because, aren't allowed to carry in here. Yeah, the guy that's going to come in and shoot up the place doesn't give a shit what your sign says. <laughs> you know, he's not a law-abiding citizen. The laws not matter to him. Well, I just, I kind of wanted to ask your opinion on something, another thing that's very controversial. Big A. Mm. Oh. So I get, if, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, abortion. So. Um, but I'm just, I'm curious on your opinion of that. And the, the whole, like, mom, human but then the baby, a human. Oh, this is actually good because I missed a comment from a long, a long time ago that John left. So you guys can help remind me about circumcision too. And you guys have kids. So I'd like to talk mm. to you about that mm -hmm. after this. But so since you asked me the question, I'll, I'll, I'll go first gladly. I've said, you know, and this is something that's evolving for me. Like when I started this show to now, I've even changed um, a pretty, I wouldn't say a, a massive amount, but you know, I'm always, I, I don't think I necessarily have the right answer, but I'm always trying to look for it. And, no, so I'm not a very religious person, so I don't really have the whole spiritual aspect side of things, which automatically makes some arguments not very effective. But um, okay, so there's for me, I have an extremely hard time, extremely hard, just as a rational person, equating a zygote as being analogous with a human being. That is just it's a there's a, a bridge there that I don't know how to cross. And I would love to find a way to, to rationalize through that. But I do think that there are distinctions that you can make across the process of a developing 
uh, fetus that you know, like these like fourth term term abortions, like people are terming them, like that's oh. that's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, you know, that's a fully deliverable fetus. Like you have absolutely yes. no right to abort it at that point. Um, yeah, you know, even things like second term, like you start getting into some very like sketchy. Like this is you you pretty much got a, a human here. Like everything's there that yeah. needs to be there. And so what I usually go on is like, I I don't. I don't think they should be state subsidized. I don't think people's money should be going into something that they very likely it based off of poor. Yeah. 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 That's not right. Um, Just like I wouldn't ask for someone who's anti-vax to pay for my vaccines. I'm not going to ask for someone who's anti-abortion to pay for an abortion. Um, I, you know, there's a lot of different perspectives to look at it. Sometimes you have to, some of them are kind of emotionally detached. Like there's the, it's called the zero sum methodology of looking at it is like if if sherry gets pregnant and has an abortion you know within the first couple of weeks what what if what has what has been lost is is the question that's asked and so obviously there's the spiritual perspective of like that was already a human life but you know if you look at it just logically and you have this you you catch it early and sherry goes off and has an abortion and it's consented to on both sides of the relationship it's like I, I I hate using this word. I just don't know how else to describe it. Like I just don't. I have a hard time saying that like you killed a human. I have a hard time saying that is more analogous mm-hmm. to a clump of cells than it is a human. And I I'm not trying to dehumanize fetuses by any situation. There 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 are definitely there's some, somewhere I haven't quite found yet. There's a line that is crossed. It's 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 there. Like you can see it before and after. But I just don't I just don't know exactly where that line is. So I. Yeah. I don't like them. I couldn't do one. I don't know if I could live with myself and doing one just because of how I view life. But at the same time, I don't know if I could say, you know, like, oh, you caught your pregnancy at like eight weeks, nine weeks, something like that. I don't, I don't know if I could say like, you can't do that. Looking oh, okay. for, looking for the line where it becomes murder. Yeah. That's what I'm looking no. for. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm looking that's, for. That's, and that's the hardest thing because like, no, in, in right. a lot of a lot of these things, it's like you get these gray areas and then who determines what that line is. So like like I said, in, in Kapistan, how do you handle the murder of something that somebody that nobody cares about, that there's nobody seeking retribution for their murder? So that, that that's the only pr- way I get in a problem because I do not want any kind of government intervention in any mm-hmm. kind of there's there's no centralized power. Now, there's there, there might be a cultural uh, pressure depending on where you live and stuff like that. Like, I, I believe, you know, conception is, is, you know, the human. So, cause I, I don't want to draw a line. Like this is where the line, this is where the line is. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, everybody's like, okay, you got a, you got a vat for uh, two week old, you know, uh, uh, fetuses or whatever. And then you have a, a one viable one baby and you got that train on the two tracks. Which one do you send it towards? Yeah. It's like, obviously, you you got that baby there. You <laughs> you got a bunch of frozen embryos, and you have the baby. Yeah. Which one's more murder? So, it, and and that one's hard to answer. It is hard, but I know people yeah. do have answers for that. I think it's wrong, but again, you know, it, it, it's it's hard to say who's going to enforce this wrongness of it. So, mm-hmm. so I'll just I'll just put my line there. I think it's wrong, but yeah, I, I don't want to see somebody, you know, stormtroopers coming in, knocking down Sarah's door. Because <laughs> she had a, a, an abortion Shelly at one week. Or Sherry. Sherry. Did we say yeah. that? Yeah. Pick, pick a random name. Just, These are all random names. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. This, this is no person. At all. I just picked some <laughs> random person 
Yeah. I usually say <laughs> I can't remember. or something like that. Whoever or Becky, Susan, that's yeah. I usually say I say Becky. Um, Becky, <laughs> all right, Becky. Nobody's saying <laughs> Becky anymore. <Yeah>. But <laughs> there's no Becky here. <laughs> that that's another thing too. You you hit on a great point. Is it you know you got, I I look at everything from the perspective of Encapistan, and it's like who yeah. like the grandfather mm-hmm. of the the fetus go in and like oh you nap violated him bang like you <laughs> seek. What do you seek compensation for? How do you compensate that if you believe that you've mm-hmm. been wronged a grandchild or something? You know, can the mm-hmm. does the community have the right? Like, what what reparations do they have to seek? Have, have they lost anything? Where does the nap fall there? It's like, yeah, you know, there's this is a big gray area, which is why typically I just lean on the side of don't tell me you had an abortion. You know, if you're thinking about it, don't <laughs> right. even tell me you're pregnant. Don't don't advertise it. Yeah, right? and. Yeah. And just like, uh, you know, because we're also Christians and, and a sin is a sin. So it's it's hard to like judge one more of the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it feels like murder would be a bigger sin than stealing a pack of gum. Yeah, but in but, the eyes uh, of God, you know. Yeah, sin is a sin. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, that's how I feel like a sin is a sin, no matter how small or big. I mean, it's, <laughs> but it's we're just going into the spiritual no, I mean, but that, that's me, what, you guys. That, that works into the yeah. The you guys equation. have that as an anchor, and you know, I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking on on what you guys believe by any means. It's just no, the perspective yeah, no, from from which I approach the uh, yeah the topic is is just is just a different angle. It makes it harder too. I mean, trying to figure out natural rights like that was oh god, that was a battle for quite a few months. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. A lot of people will say your rights is the is whatever you can defend. Yeah, that seems pretty natural in the in the animal kingdom. And I mean, oh, well, you yeah. have the right to life. <laughs> it, it is it is easier to. I mean, I'm not 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 to suggest it's like a cop out or anything, but it is easier to be able to have the foundation to say like well, my rights are ordained by God. You know that is if that is so much easier than having to try to like parse through the human condition and figure out like what you, as you as a human being are are like ordained based off of like uh, yeah it's. Ordained yeah. is the wrong word, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a nightmare, <laughs> and trust me, it doesn't make things easy. But yeah, it's and so Siren said something that I want to I want to talk about that I think is is yeah is, deserves a, an answer or at least well, we lost considering <laughs> it's up He'll here. It, it says if you don't kill it, it becomes a person, right? And you're completely right. You are you are completely right. It is uh once, usually well. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as I nothing mean, interferes does, with the so. process. If the process goes yeah. from start to finish, you start with mm-hmm. the zygote, you get the human being. Um, I, I just, uh, you know, it's like, does, I can't really think of a good analogy. I'm going to use a, a bad one, but maybe you'll understand where I'm coming from. It's like, okay, well, a diamond starts out as carbon, right? And it's like, well, mm-hmm. if, I, if I burn my charcoal... Am I burning a diamond? Like, should I be selling this like a pawn shop or something and be like, oh, this is going to be a diamond one day. And it's like, well, it's not now. You know, does it does its state of eventuality matter as much as its state of being? You know, you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? I, I do. Yeah. I know. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> but not all charcoal becomes a diamond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad example. It was a very bad example. <laughs> no, 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 it was good. It was good. It was perfect because. I feel that way. Like, um, I mean, oh boy, you, well, did I hurt you? No, I'm oh, okay. comments. Oh, sorry. F. Um, when I, <laughs> you know, it's like what, what, when I think of like the whole process of it and the baby, like, well, I call it a baby, but like the, the, 
it's I call it a baby term, attaching. You know, yeah. Yeah. Attaching, attaching. So, okay. So the sperm met the egg and then, okay. So now it's got to go attached to my uterus. So, but I feel like because it met, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a reason, but that's, I think that's for my faith. Like that. I just, I feel like, so, okay. So it, it attached or it, it met and then it attached and then I'm not supposed to interfere with that like whatever is so i don't know it's like but that's how i feel and i <laughs> i can't help that yeah, and i'm I, not I, judging anyone for anything that they feel so i think the biggest <clears throat> thing is that i don't like gray areas and i don't like people yeah. determining certain people determining what that what that line is but for, so it's but like, for me personally that's where i feel like there's so even like a morning after pill i'm like that's but that's fucking with what's supposed to be like that's if that if those two things already met and then it that's and and it's gonna go attach itself and become a person like i just feel like what am i i don't know but okay so that's how i feel but i'm not judging anyone no i mean judging anybody you know i think i think you can dissect an argument without judging a person and so i mean mm -hmm. and that's what we're doing i think we're doing a good job of it and that's yeah. really nice thank you by the way because that's super nice because abortion arguments get crazy oh, like yeah. really crazy and like i just I've avoided it for a long, long time because I, I did. But it. you can see why it can, especially I'm going to yeah. say, especially from the pro-life uh, outlook is because you're murdering a baby. Like, yeah. how can you if, if, if you truly believe that these people are going and, and, and murdering babies, how can you uh, what, what is an overreaction to that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know so, I, mean? I mean, for me personally, my, that's where my line is. But for other people, the mm. line might be further so, down. So we, we try to be a little. You know, when people are like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to birth this child at eight months. And then <clears throat> but we're going to suck its brains out with a vacuum because I don't want it. It's like you gave birth to a fucking person. Yeah. <laughs> like you basically gave birth like the head is still like in. And so I. It just, I don't, that, that freaks me out. <laughs> and John, John kind of, I was about to go into this, but, you know, just kind of sort of reiterate what you said already, David, but, you know, it, it devolves into big government solutions because people do get very impassioned. And I, I, you know, no matter how I personally feel, like I said, I, I don't, I don't think I could do it. Like, unless I just right. legitimately believed I was in such a situation that this child would have a miserable entirety of existence, which that would have to, I don't think I could even come close to justifying doing it, but that's me. And how am I supposed to project that onto somebody else? I'm, you know, I'm not going to do meth either. Meth's horrible. Meth will kill you, but I'm not going to project that onto somebody else. And you can argue right. that there's like the voluntary thing there. And then you get into the whole argument of agency and how a fetus lacks agency or a baby even in the womb. It's a, it's a non-agent is what the, the term that's used. So it's, you know, and then you get into like, you're, again, people give the arguments you're devaluing a human life and then we yeah, reach nowhere. Yep. And so I, I, you know, the easiest argument for me to make is it is that it's not my life. And if I ever come into that situation and I'm going to have to consult the nap and if whatever the nap says, I'm probably I'm going to have to think about it and then I'll, I'll act off of that. And I don't think it's going to lead yeah. to like, I don't think I could justify shooting someone based off of an abortion. I don't think I could. I don't think that's a reasonable response. Oh, but you know, oh, right. Maybe if your entire, you know, you get your little council of people together in your township and you come to the conclusion that the nap 
has said that extradition from the community is the most appropriate response for the abortion. You know, if that's a township and you agreed to that, I mean, I can't say that that's wrong either. You know, or if you ban abortion in your township and someone signs that and gets an abortion and then gets kicked out, like that's a completely justifiable reaction to that, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's what makes it so difficult is applying libertarian ideals to this this question, because it's easy as the the left and right or to be a, like a like a, a, a neocon. It, it's super simple. You, you're murdering a baby. There should be a law. That's easy to say. But now we, we we're side. in this this yeah. area where we're saying like. But how do we how do we handle our beliefs on, on this this super touchy situation that yeah. in in a way that doesn't require government everyone force? Thinks, everyone I everyone has their own belief mm -hmm. on when 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 does life actually start? You know, mm -hmm. like and you can't like and that's, yeah, force that's the biggest that. thing. That's where the, all the argument is. I can't. Yeah, exactly. I can't force my belief onto somebody else. But I'm going to believe the shit out of it. But I'm going to believe the thing that I believe. <laughs> but I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to sit back and like. I'll judge a little bit. <laughs> I mean, you have every right I to. I'm, I want to leave all that to. I want to God, let, the yeah. judging. Like, I, because uh, I don't want to yeah. be judged for my little stupid shit that I do. I, I drink too much and stay. But, like, but, but it is a little stupid <laughs> shit if you believe you're killing a baby. You know? Yeah. That's. Yeah. So, I mean, that's. that's, that's where you're at. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we're talking about. For me. Okay, so I did a thing when I was in 11th grade. It was a, uh, uh, no, okay. no. I did, <laughs> Where uh, are we going no. <laughs> it was a psychology class, and we were supposed to to pick a topic, and I decided to pick abortion. Yeah, and nice, I had nice no, soft but I didn't subject. know. I had no idea. <laughs> like, my friend picked euthanasia, so, you know, whatever. Oh, that's like, another fun. Um, but I, I really had no clue what I was getting into. Like, I, did, I had no idea. Um, no, yeah, euthanasia is way easier than abortion. Yeah, but it is. I think so. <laughs> when I learned, I talked to to women who had abortions, um, and and I wow. this, this was like kind of this is like pre internet because it was ninety seven, um, but <clears throat> um, I mean I, I saw I saw pictures of the you know like little pamphlet things and people talked about it and I went to places where I could learn more and you know kind of see both sides but i just i could not get past the fact that that was a little baby you know that pile that they threw in the trash was a baby yeah i i don't know i just could not get, i could not and then and i think it was like clinton was around at that point and was trying to do the partial birth abortion thing and i just like flipped my lid and i, I have really really avoided talking about it a lot <laughs> I, I, since I did that, it was like, whew, I can't even. I think it's important to challenge the ideas that you have and listen to what other people have to say. Because, I mean, the worst thing you have to lose mm -hmm. is a bad idea. That's what I usually say. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, so we can talk about this for a minute. I think this is just another example of a perfect gray area. But one of the justifications that I use for my early term abortion, I don't want to say justification, but I guess understanding or something yeah, is okay. that, um, you know, you have the issue of the one in a billion chance that your contraceptive causes, you know, a miscarriage or doesn't allow a, a fertilized egg to attach. And so, mm -hmm. you know, and I can't argue from this angle, but when I was spiritual and I was against abortion, I was also against contraceptives, which makes me have to look at this now from the perspective of what I used to believe. Oh, because yeah. I, I said yeah. that if that egg is fertilized, it is a human being. 
And if anything interferes with that and it gets rid of it, you know, God has given this thing life. He's, he's said you are going to be alive. And then if your pill gets in the way of that, like you're you're murdering a human being. And now I have to step back and I say, okay, birth control has to be a thing. And first off, you're never going to know if that one in a billion did happen. If you fertilize an egg, they got through and it didn't attach to the uterine wall or something like that. Yeah. You're never going to know first off. And then you have stuff like the morning after pill. I mean, Good you're Lord, taking like, it not even knowing yeah yeah i mean do you do you just have to do an investigation on everybody that's taking the morning after pill like what do you take them to the gyno and be like mm, maybe i don't know you know like possibly aborted yeah, someone yeah ostracized you know i mean like oh uh, yeah okay i see it's, it's, i yeah, see that it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah. We, okay, all, so, we all have our lines yeah. like, even us saying like conception is is birth it's like but that's the line we chose, I guess. You know what I mean? I Fuck. can't. Yeah, I mean, exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly. Just that alone. Because if you take the black and white stance, if there's any chance that you interfere with it, no matter how slim, can you ethically take that risk? Shit is pulling out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's like, <laughs> according to Catholics, you're supposed to only, like, you... You, you have sex to make you a have baby. sex well also no 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 okay i don't i don't know that i don't know the deal you know when you're fertile like you you do the you you, oh, you the, take your the temperature rhythm. and you do the thing no no that you take your temperature and you know that this is the time so that if you're not trying to have a baby then not the time to be you know it's whatever so can i ask accurate, though but go for it oh it's not yeah. absolutely not I, I think nothing except not having sex is 100 accurate yeah. um can i ask you and and unless and feel free this is your show and even if it wasn't just say no but what changed your mind on how did you go from from, from you you were contraception is bad yeah you you were saying like okay this egg is fertilized this is baby and now it's we're thinking about where is that it seems line? like you you lost your faith yeah i, I did <laughs> i lost my faith and i lost my only justification i had from, from that mm. perspective, like that's what I had always said. And so I had to reevaluate everything. And, you know, back then I was like, well, what does the constitution say? You know? And I was like, that's yeah. my only other frame of <laughs> reference. And so I just mm. kind of put it on the back burner. Cause I didn't like the, anything that I was coming up with. It's like, I either had to make up a distinction to me or I had in, and, 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 you know, a lot of people say, well, even science is behind it. Life begins at conception. That's great. That's that just just I've said this before. It's it's a it's a logical fallacy just to say that science man says X is a logical fallacy. That is well, science is another religion. Yeah. And I, I mean, I you read the books. You don't question it. Yeah. Most scientists are great. Most. And I'm not saying that anybody who says that life at conception is a thing is not a great scientist. Ninety nine percent of scientists oh, sure. can approve this brand of toothpaste. I may find one that's better. You know, I, I just, it's uh, nine out of 10 dentists agree. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I can't remember. I think it's an argument from authority is the name of it. It's a logical fallacy. It is like, and, and I know it's our tendency is to go to people who we deem as more professional or, or more qualified to go into topics and stuff like this. But, you know, I mean, whenever I, I just hear like, oh, it begins at conception because the, the egg hits the, the sperm and then life and I that doesn't solve my issue. Like my issue isn't like, yes, we have a fertilized zygote that will become a human. I, I don't have an issue there. I can, I can make that. That's not a problem for me. Yeah. My problem is, is equating the beginning to the end. Cause that's what you have to do to say 
life at conception means no abortion is you have to say at the beginning it has the exact same value and and or or, or chance of yeah as the end and i think that there's there's so much different between your first division when you're too ungent well you're gendered at that yeah, point. yeah yeah and and when you were at the very end and that is what i have to figure out and it's going to take me a long time but yeah <laughs> so and maybe I won't I, ever I find really, the answer, honestly. Maybe there isn't a good answer from my perspective at this. And then what I'm going to have to do is, like I said, I'm going to have to just evaluate situations as they come and avoid, right. not participate in it and do my best to not judge others for doing so. And that's really yeah. all I can do because I don't have the, a black and white answer that I can sit down and be like, yep, this is the line. This is why mm-hmm. I just have bunch of peripheral information that I is, is all that I can base everything I, I have on. And I completely understand every argument that gets thrown at me and at other people. I've seen them all at this point, you know, yeah, abortion arguments yeah. been around for a long time. Have, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah you, you put the posts out there. I've seen them. I'm like, Ooh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I've changed since then too. You know, when I first mm-hmm. came to libertarianism, I was like, all abortions should be okay. No matter what when I have 80, have 80 obviously that's changed a lot since then i was very misguided in that and you know that was like my i can't tell anybody what to do so just do whatever and that obviously is is not the right answer i've accepted that at this point and you know i can't retract things that i've said but i can do my best to learn and grow from my i want to just say i thank you for um talking with us about this i know it's like a touchy subject for everybody i really i honestly avoid it at all costs mm. i do not even like to talk about it but i just felt like i wanted to bring it up but when you said like we can discuss and talk about things like it just it's so nice because you got to treat it like 9-11 it's usually <laughs> turns anytime i've ever had and i have not i've avoided mm. it at all costs anytime i see a post about it i'm like not touching that because that takes too much of my energy i can't i can't do that um but that you said that we could discuss it that just we could talk about it like and and you have your yeah you have your your opinion we have our opinion or or everyone else in the comments whoever has whatever they want to think about it but just that we can be adults and say like this is something that's going on I really appreciate that shit. Thank you so much. <laughs> What's what? It's what I, know, I made it sounds, the show it for. Sounds... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no kidding. It's, it, it's like I'm really just happy that we could listen to each other and see where where we're coming from. Like everyone's <laughs> line is in a different place, and it's that's okay. That's I, true. Like even everybody, you got to recognize your line because everybody's drawn lines, even though you mm-hmm. feel like your line is the line. I just yeah, I feel, I'm I'm happy to hear. And I'm I'm just really grateful. Thank you for that. I mean, that was a very nice discussion. Are you, are you looking at science comment? There? I, I do want to get to this. I do want to say one more thing, though. I think it's important yeah. to realize that in Ancapistan, there are going to be a lot of different lines, even from nap yeah. violation to nap violation. The way you respond yeah, to yes. a nap violation. The, the nap yep. is very gray itself. Yes. The nap is gray. Yes. That's part of freedom is not having these these black and white. Except for the time. real libertarians that know that it's black and white. Oh, the yeah. real libertarians. <laughs> I think, the, the, I think they there, know where that line is. There are a lot of cases where the nap is like super black and white. Like, yes, you violated the nap. Okay. But then what's a mm-hmm. reasonable response? Oh, well, right. now you get into a whole different debate. Like if someone comes swinging at yeah. you, can you blow them away with your fully automatic shotgun? Yeah. 
recreational McNukes. Here we come. <laughs> exactly. Incoming. I, I don't think I don't think that's a just you know, I know that's hyperbolic for your, your no reason, dander but. landed in my lawn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you could say that there was that old man who shot that puppy in his lawn. And he, you know, he had every right to say, oh, they violated my property rights because I didn't give him permission to come onto my property. And then shooting the child's dog, a justifiable response to that nap violation? No, telling them to go away is. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Because you're not a psychopath. Yeah. Obviously. We had, we had a psycho neighbor like that when we lived on, when we lived downtown. Yeah. We so had this guy who lived on the public down. property between the sidewalk and the street. And I he's call, screaming yeah. at us. He, our dog always wanted to go. Okay. right in the trouble spot right, yeah right to the trouble spot and i was just like okay whatever like he wants to pee on this pole like that's between the street and the sidewalk so which is technically on the state pole. land or whatever, yeah you know, city it's land so but this guy every time i'd walk my dog he would come out and just be like don't let him pee on my lawn and i'm like now i have to, now i have to bring my dog this way every time damn it why do you be such an <laughs> asshole you know like it didn't matter which way we went he could have he could have like mm. we could have gone to the left he'll save some for he'll it. save some for that pole. <laughs> so we would come we would come back that way and he'd still try to pee any little teeny drop he had left he'd pee on that pole guy'd come out i'm gonna poison your dog you you can't do this you're peeing he's peeing on my lawn i told you not to pee on my lawn so I called the city and I'm like, I'm just curious, like who owns the the land between the street and the sidewalk? Like, I'm just super curious about, I mean, I know we have to maintain it, but like who actually owns that? And she said the city owns that. So yeah, I was real, like, I was, I was ready to start like throwing poop up, like onto his, like Find <laughs> other dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like here's some flaming bag. bags of poop, <laughs> but he's just an old, like ornery man. Hateful. But I'm like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, like yeah. just he's a wiener dog. Do you know how much pee he has? Like, no. <laughs> but I don't want it to get dead grass because he's peeing on it. I'm like, he's peeing on the pole. So anyway, why was I talking <laughs> well, about I that? No, I, I have no brought idea up why I <laughs> shooting the dog is a nap. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah, grumpy old man. Because and he was trying to. He said he'd poison our dog. He said I'll I'll throw I'll throw poison out there. Treat poison treats that he's gonna eat. I'm going to, yeah, that, that's, that's a much bigger nap <laughs> violation than even if you were violating his property by letting your dog pee on his lawn. Oh yeah. It, it wasn't like he, he, he didn't walk up onto the guy's lawn and like yeah. piss in the middle of his lawn. It was like on this pole that belongs to the city, <laughs> but Oh, I was mad. Oh, I got in his face. Yeah, like, that was our really baby at the time. We didn't but, have babies. So yeah. our dog was our baby. Like, you're going to poison my baby. You're going to poison my Oscar dog. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I want to get to this oh, siren man. comment here. Cause there's a lot. There's, oh yeah, please. There's a bit to unpack and then I'll wrap up on these comments that we have and then we can move on to circumcision. And then I don't know, maybe. maybe we'll wrap up <laughs> oh oh yeah. That, but, oh yeah. The yeah. circumcision. So, she says, uh, okay, big step here. Uh, what about the overpopulation myth versus whole countries not meeting the birth rates? Two people make one baby equals less population. Uh, what if the government suggested mandatory licensing, birth control, et cetera? Well, that's, that's wrong because it's government intervention and aggression in, in, inside of your life. Wouldn't preventing births not be just as heinous as killing them? I mean, so... It, if you want to look at the, the perpetuation of the state telling you you yeah. can't have a child versus like you that's, can't that's kill an easy someone, one. I think that's I think that's a bit of a 
I don't think these two things are analogous. You know, I guess you could say sin is a sin and then maybe they are and they're identical. But to me, I think, you know, yeah. if I had to pick, you know, I think I'd know which one <laughs> I'd pick. Um, like, look, we can either have mandatory birth control or we make all... Uh, yeah, we, we start killing three-year-olds. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I know what I'm going to pick. Um, statism has no right, 100%. NAP violations include aggression. Uh, is shrinking the population not a NAP violation? Yeah, it, it would be if the state forced birth control on the entire country. Like, it, yeah, sterilization, yeah, shit like yeah. that. That's, that's 100% a NAP violation and an aggression. Um, so, I, yeah. If, if if your question is, do I agree with that statement, then yes, but I don't agree with the one specifically that would preventing births not be just as heinous as killing them. I think they, in the NAP, they would require different responses, honestly. But you're looking at it from the perspective of the state. So, you know, from an individual perspective, of course, but, you know, from the state, there aren't really too many things you can do unless you go all out. So <laughs> go Rambo. All right. So let's see if we got anything here. Mandatory toothbrushings. Hell yeah. There we go. <laughs> sure. let's see crack crack baby basketball hell that's that's how we fund it that's jacob that's, yep uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> recognize my line hey, thanks I for your input <laughs> nap is not gray to me well that's just proves how great is uh irrelevant they have drugs for that <laughs> i love that i mean it's so true though like it's not great for me mm -hmm. yep that, thank you for proving how gray the nap is <laughs> that's why we need to have our own little places where we can yeah little 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 experiments mm -hmm. um for everybody to say like this is our nap <laughs> go ahead i'm sorry no you're fine I'm talking jo to dave <laughs> joel says i can't answer those either i assume it was when i was going on my tirade of questions that i have i avoid it at all costs i do not um mourn the dead i just know that at some point you become aware i do not want things to suffer and at the same time i uh, just don't mind ending something. Um, you know, I mean, there's, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think they could be taken a little bit out of context, but there's the, oh, the, the, the agent argument is like, once you start having higher level brain activity, is it like you have someone who has the capacity to, you know, make decisions and stuff like that, mm -hmm. even if they're rudimentary and then you're, you're ending it a moral agent and that's a problem. So, or at least okay. an emotionally complex being, which I think can also be argued as well. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we have lots of some, some in conversation here. I just want to make sure I see everything. They're both legislative mm -hmm. measures to control. Yes, they are, but they have different outcomes. And I think that the, the ends don't justify the means as much as the means don't justify the ends. Typically. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they're, they're both pretty analogous, uh, I heard the wood chipper. Jesus. <laughs> 300 trimester <laughs> abortion. Both extremes should be considered. What about China's one child policy? That's a horrible nap violation. They were. I, I thought of that when it, and he put it up there. I'm like, that's what I came to my mind. Yep. Yeah. And it's now, that's now is that is that enforced with abortion? It was if they found out that you were pregnant. Yeah. Abortion fines, potential jail time, stuff like that. Yeah, see, I don't know enough about that. That's yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was like oh, mega. But they got a, they got a lot of people there. They got a lot of people there. Yeah, and but to say that you can have one child and that if the state doesn't have any right to tell you that, you know, obviously, yeah. I think that's that's a very easy easy question to answer. It's um, it's rough, but overpopulation will be handled by natural means. 
Eventually, yeah. <laughs> well, will either be so dense that we'll have a plague that'll thin us out, or, uh, or we'll just or, run or out of food. famine. Yeah. yeah, I know, but oh, that makes me so sad too. The thing of just like people starving to death. Like, gosh, that makes me so, so sad. Now is, 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 is that worse? Is that worse oh. than the government stepping in and, and avoiding that? I don't want any sadness. I just want happy peace all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with the Hankapistan, is it? Is that it's definitely not going to be that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it, there's going to be ugly periods. Yeah. Oh boy. Naturally occurring. Okay. I ugliness. mean, but just like thinking of people starving. Oh yeah, yeah. You see the the, the commercials with the the extended bellies and the oh, flies. Oh, but just in my own imagination, just mm -hmm. of thinking of people starving to death is a terrible thing. But yeah, no. But yeah, the. Uh... It is a natural thing. I will say that. Not that it justifies it. Is. It is. It's but... true. It doesn't Nat justify. But population. yeah, you're. It is natural. That's a natural consequence of overpopulation. Of happens yeah, all yeah. the time, and in, in, in places, in, in any any species that doesn't have the ability to cultivate its yeah. own food, any species is, is going yeah. to go through famines, or, or regulate That's its true. own reproduction. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. So, but okay, I get it. I get. It. Yeah. Oh boy. I think we've pretty much hit just about. Just about everything. I just want happy peace. Can we do I circumcision like or what? Yeah, let's, let's move on to circumcision. <laughs> hey, thanks for entertaining me with this. It was it was really great to have a conversation because it's been a while. Oh no, I always welcome it. I had the conversation with Sherry, a couple other people. I usually most of the time I'm I don't end up necessarily agreeing, perhaps, but I think we agree more than we disagree on this topic. So at least with the implementation of whatever happens. <laughs> yeah. Know. At least you hear each other out. Yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm not about fighting. I just I'm I want to hear where other people are coming from. Yeah. John Kaufman says I just want happy peace. Yep. <laughs> I think he was quoting me. That is, <laughs> that's me. That, that is you. I need a shirt. It's the, it's the nightmare. I just want happy peace. <laughs> I just want happy peace. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'll pay your mom to make that shirt for me. There we go. Hey. Um <laughs> force yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Force. <laughs> all right so siren's kicking this one off circumcision is a nap violation i mean i'm not asking oh you to tell me the details about your kids but go if you want to divulge what have you done with your children you're the parents here yeah we're all so we're yeah. all circumcised yeah okay i mean i, I, I can't even I'm say not. i can't even say why i think i think it's just the, the heritage or whatever tradition it's just what we do yeah i'm happy with what i'm working with I, I, don't know. I, you know what, the whole, remember when we talked about the vaccinations and being ignorant on things? Yeah. That's kind of where we're at with it. It was just what our parents did. And mm -hmm. so we had our first and, and they did that. Okay. He was in the NICU and, and we didn't really get to like interact with him a whole lot at that point. But he was in the little plastic um, box. And, mm -hmm. and so, but they did, they said, do you want to circumcise? And we were like, yeah, we didn't we weren't allowed to touch him for eight days. So I never got to like, see what that was like for him. Um, so we had our second child, a boy and he was fine. Came out fine. Everything was great. And they're like, do you want to circumcise? I'm like, yeah, that's what we did with our first, you know? Okay. So do it. And then I saw it and I'm like, fuck, holy shit. <laughs> like, looks kind of violent. That looks like it fucking hurts. Like, oh my gosh, I felt so bad. And they're like, you just need to put all this Vaseline on. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing because our first one, I couldn't, he was yeah, they, already they healed. He was already healed before I could even touch him. So what do I do? And, and, and I got to 
I was like, oh my gosh, I felt, I felt bad, but I don't know the, the benefits of the other side. Like what's, what's. Yeah, I, so, so again, we, it's another thing. It's like, we don't chime in on it. We don't push either yeah, this way or that way. We, I, I we don't, don't know. know like, okay. So my cousin's kids who are not vaccinated oh, are also not, shit. Super, not circumcised either home births, everything. So I don't know like what's the upside of one in the upside of the other. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. So I can't say. I can't say. I can tell you what we did, but we don't know why. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we did it because it, it was again? like what people. Yeah, probably. I would re- I would look more into mm. it now. What do you I would. Think... I would look more into it. What do you think about the claims <clears throat> that it will like cause emotional trauma to the child that stays with them for the rest of their lives? I'm not a psychologist. I don't really have much of a claim yeah. on this part. No, I, yeah, I understand. Knows? Yeah. I don't know. I like to think that they... Okay, so I like to think that it's not traumatic to them. Because they were so young they can't remember. But they have a, a, a working brain. Mm. You know, like things that they hold on to. Like, so... What if that was? So now I'm sorry questioning you. my... <laughs> now I'm like, oh my god, my kids! <laughs> my poor boys! <laughs> so Siren here says it's not your body. It's not your body. Okay. Um, so this is where I think... I don't know how much of you guys have listened to like Stefan Molyneux or someone like that, but he was the one who introduced mm. me to the idea of the uh, the... Basically the... Contract of responsibility is what he typically calls it, which is the the implicit contract upon having a child that you are responsible for its well-being and can make decisions mm-hmm. on its behalf in that vein, yeah. right? That's how I feel. Because well, yeah, because you kind of, if you just set it down and let it go, it's it's not going to last die. that long. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, so <laughs> there, there is the fourth trimester. Yeah, there, it, yeah, you have to like, <laughs> you have to feed that baby because it it's, doesn't its know its head how was to... just too big, so it had to get out of your yeah, body, but it's yeah. still not self-sufficient. Yeah, and and so you know the 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 problem that I have with the it's not oh real quick I guess I go ahead and say I I know there's a lot of of interesting reading and I've read quite a bit about circumcision and the potential traumatic effects it could have later on in life. I've also heard the same thing about falling off of a bicycle before. So I, you know, learning how to ride, you shouldn't let your kid fall off the bicycle because it can be a traumatic experience about learning. And you know, I. You know, maybe this is just me speaking from ignorance. I'm not a psychologist. I just have a really hard time buying that. I haven't seen anything that's so convincing that I'm like, oh, this is an example of how this trauma appears later on in life. It's just kind of like, yeah, "Yeah, it probably does because it hurts. And so what I will say, she brought up a comment earlier about, oh, well, if it's a female, then it's bad and it's an ab violation. Female genital mutilation, which is called circumcision in those countries, is a different process to male circumcision male circumcision you're removing the foreskin yes that's a part of your body okay i get that it's completely different than a lot of cultures and we're going to use medical terminology here so everyone put on your big boy pants it's completely different than than cultures that like remove the clitoris from a female that is oh my completely oh my they what yeah i'm just gonna cut off a part of the tip of your dick yeah exactly that's basically (laughs) the same thing is it that is different (laughs) There's a difference there. Like we can say like, okay, oh, it's all, it's all removing a part of your body, blah, blah, blah. No. They do that to little girls. I'm like, wait, okay. So like, okay. So I feel like with the boys, I, 
what I was taught was like that it, it just it was like you just cutting off some skin, like an overgrowth of like of just of skin that so it like keeps it healthy, keep it cleaner, whatever. Like and and so okay, but also society. That's what just kind of yeah, it's, that's it's what we do. Tradition, but the like biggest part, I guess. But but they 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 actually take in parts of the world they they do. Yeah, they do. What they do? What to little girls? They yeah. take that off. Uh, so not That's even not... just little girls either. You, if you say so, this happens mostly in Africa for older teenagers and stuff like that. But you, you move from one region to another, and they demand that females be circumcised. You could be a teenager. It doesn't really matter. Wait. So wait, but a female circumcision? Wait. What they? That's what it's they call it. That makes skin. it sound. No, yeah, you're you're like removing eh. parts of the labia and of the clitoris in most cases. Oh my god, I'm I'm dead. I can't even. Oh my, no, that is a part of like. Okay, I'm having so many conflicting feelings right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. See, I, I this is why I have a hard <sighs> time when people are like, oh, they're the same, and we view one as a nap violation. I'm like, I don't, I don't think these things are exactly the same. I'm no, really they're con- not the same. No, they're too Okay, so like I need a I need a minute because you can't just that's a part of your your vagina. That's a part of what you know what I mean? Like that's a part of that's not just a little oh boy. Oh. Yeah, I mean, so I I'm typically struggling. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> Siren's very strongly. Oh, I, I believe I, it. And I can't gonna, even read her comments because I'm just. Ah. So we're going to address a couple of her points oh. in a second. But, you know, I typically describe it as, OK, so like if you had to pick between having the skin of your palm cut off or whatever and like, yeah, it's yeah, going to hurt. Yeah. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. Then you got to put a bandaid yeah. on it or, or you remove one of your digits from your pinky. OK, Which thank would you. you rather that's, do? that's a really good. Yeah. The skin, please. Yeah, exactly. If okay, I had to pick, so... I'm going to pick one. Now, the, the argument is, oh, you don't have to pick. You just don't do either. Right. OK, I get that. So now we're going to get into some of the comments that she's made. So there's okay. an, there's something here. It says Catholics believed uh, to cut males to reduce a sex drive and therefore sin. Hasn't worked for me. Yeah. So <laughs> or, or I could. Or, or, <laughs> yeah, if I still had the foreskin, holy, holy shit, I'd shit. be. I would be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, that there, there's potentially that historical outlook on, like, inner church motivations. You know, if you look at religious texts, at least, religious societies that still do, like, let's say, Jewish uh, cultures, for example, that circumcise based off of their religion, like, have a hard time telling them that they can't do that because then you get in the way of their practicing of their religion. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah. So... Uh, why divide by gender? Because I think there. No, I don't think. I'm gonna stop saying think because that's a coy statement. I know that there is a difference between female genital mutilation and removing the foreskin. There mm-hmm. and one even, and this was brought up earlier. I don't remember who said it. Is intent too? Because there is such a thing as complications that could come from both having a foreskin and not having a foreskin. So you know, mm-hmm. I get it. Clean your dick off and you'll be fine, right? You know, clean out the funk and and you'll be good to go. But you roll know, roll that shit up. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But they're, they're, but why are they, t- what's that? Why, why are they, t- why are they taking that away? Okay. So why are they taking that away from the little girls? Why I, don't, are they- I guess for the, the same traditional reason that he said, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a sex drive thing is that if you remove the most sensitive portion of the genitalia, then you'll be less interested in having sex. So, 
They don't think that sex is for females to enjoy. Exactly. So oh 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 my gosh, I'm. This is when I'm super grateful that we live in America. (laughs) This is one of those times where I'm like, yay, because they're not like forcing me to like. Okay, sirens, I love you. I want to just say that real quick because I love sirens, and it's okay that we disagree on this. I I I. But it's. It, it, there's there is a difference i if to me i feel like there is a difference between cutting off an actual like part of skin versus an actual like siren piece. do you have discord by any chance because we'll have you on we'll hash this out <laughs> i have no issue with that i would love to have a conversation yeah this. i mean we a cordial conversation i understand that it's through yes. text so you yeah. feel like you got to bang it out as fast as possible and that can be difficult but it's uh yeah it's oh boy the, how did i not know that this happened i I've, am I've, freaked I've out i've seen it I, I i didn't go very deep into it at all but i knew that there was some shit going on Siren, I saw, okay, I can I, I tell already, you this oh, hold okay. on one second siren i think yeah, i already you added think? you as a friend on discord I don't remember what your your name was though. Oh, I think it's the the sign one, right? She I'll... says I'm legit. I'm legit about to call you. <laughs> if you get on Discord <laughs> and I see you come live, I'll I'll, I'll add you to this oh, call. Boy. So if I see you come. So live. when I was I was we were in Pittsburgh. We were at your sister's house, and I don't think we had cable then. So I was watching their cable. And I was watching this. It, it obviously it wasn't like graphic. It didn't go into oh with with the the, the dull knife. Is that what the we're little about? boy that got circumcised with the dullest knife in the fucking tribe. world yeah. in this tribe? It was like taking like one of the ki- my kids' knives from upstairs that come with n- <laughs> the plastic handle, plastic <laughs> handle, no, no nothing, serrated nothing, <laughs> and all you could hear was his screams. And and he was like eight, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's 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 too late. That's yeah, too like late. yeah, like you're <laughs> what? Well, you're. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm gonna send you a friend request. <sighs> if I don't already have you, yeah, it looks like I don't. Huge difference. Yeah, I just. Oh, she's ready. I oh, made she is. Oh real quick. So give me one second. Yeah, um, do your thing, man. That's totally cool. This is. We've not really had this conversation. No. no it's just something we yeah. kind of did. Yeah. I mean, you and I kind of talked about it, and we both agreed that it was just like, okay, this is what, what our mm-hmm. parents did. This is, what, this is what's the best. Like, we, we felt that that time was the mm-hmm. best for the kids. I've Now, my cousin and her kids, she's got four boys. None of them mm-hmm. are circumcised at all. It's weird. I don't know. I feel like I want to <laughs> ask her, like, do you well, I mean, but so, she feels like it was there. It was there to begin with. So why take it off? Like it was there. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and I understand that. I don't have anything against anyone with. Uh, I sent you the friend request, by the way, Siren. But I don't have anything against anyone who doesn't want to circumcise. I think you're completely mm-hmm. within your right mm-hmm. to not circumcise. I'm way okay with that. I just, you know, again, we have the religious connotation to consider, and that is not always a good justification. Like look at Sharia and stuff. No, like that. And, and I think that that was a big yeah. part of mine. It's like, I knew that it was, it was it not only a, a socially, you know, a thing that we'd done, but it, um, in my head, I'm like, there's a religious thing that we do this for. I don't know what it means, but I, that but, never really crossed my mind though. It was kind of there from you, but 
I was like, oh, it's just easier to keep clean. And it's what we do because, because I feel like that's what, it, because it's. Yeah. But, it's but also that's what I'm used to. I'm used to looking yeah. at, at mine and, and being like, yeah, I like, I like the way it, it's looking right now. And then I, I've seen others. I don't know. I haven't really seen others that much. I mean, other than, you know, every once in a while, you're, you're cousin's kids be running around with their little elephant trunk <laughs> <laughs> i'm like that's kind of weird <laughs> so it's, gotta it, go pee in it's, yard it's a, yeah, it's like, a, it's a big part of what i'm used to yeah and i have like no like any i don't i don't feel any trauma who knows maybe maybe part of my my <gasps> maybe that's why you're passive aggressive my, some of my problems <laughs> might be stemming from that i feel like no, i've I'm always felt like my problems were just part of who i am but who knows there's a uh, you know there's always the chance that something will come out in the future that's like oh look we found like the the trauma here it is look I'll point at yeah. it you know and for for us lowly beings to understand this psychological mumbo jumbo but I I just have a I have like I said I have a hard time Sorry maybe only you... circumcised kids hate themselves <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not true. Um, Okay, so can, oh. I, can I assume that, that you're circumcised then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I, I am. Or you? Oh, okay. No, but I hate myself, so I mean, that's not a good thing. I have my browser open here, and there's just this picture of Anthony Weiner's just sitting here, like <laughs> on the sidebar, just freaking me out. <laughs> Did he? I heard he had to register as a sex offender. Did you hear anything I, about that? I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. He probably should. <laughs> That dude's a creep. It's just should share my screen here, like because because it's like I, I'm watching the comments on my main my face, and then off to the side it's recent group photos. I don't even know what group that's in. I'm in some groups. <laughs> no problem. Hi, sirens. Hi, Mary. Fuck is up, girl? Missing. Me too, but like 20 minutes ago. So I mean, while while we're updating the whole world on our like toiletry habits yeah well you know as a mom you have to like tell your kids like i'm going to the bathroom at least it's not a facebook status it was only a live stream bro like live stream <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Are, we gonna, like, are we gonna like record this next and like bro you gotta be stay hydrated that shit's way too dark that's getting a little personal i mean <laughs> <laughs> right. it shouldn't be yellow at all how far are you gonna take her i mean <laughs> I know. I think as a mom, I just do that because the kids, oh, you announce yeah, it, yeah, I announce it. And then I do it when I'm with, at my friend's house and I'm just like, I have to go pee. And I'm like, why did I say that? Son of a bitch. <laughs> just, just get up and go, girl. You're an adult. Yeah. She's like, you're, you're, you're an adult. You can just go to the bathroom. I'm like, I know, but I have kids. <laughs> I just feel the need. I have to tell them. <laughs> Make sure the house doesn't burn down in the three point seconds it's going to take me to like disappear around the corner because as soon as you shut the door there's a crisis every time i yeah. know as suddenly soon somebody needs as stitches I door, i'm like no please i'm like you. no one needs no, you except for 35 seconds out of the whole day that you need to be like i'll be right back i promise i'm on the other side of yes. the store everything's fine and yeah. like the yeah. goes in that. i know i know i go in there and i'm just like did everyone just die what the hell <laughs> the cats are clawing under the doors the kids are like trying to lock screaming ups guys here the pizza delivery guys and you know like, your mom showed up <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, and your mom shows up. Like just yeah. the whole world. You know how like I'm if like, you're not doing if you're not doing anything, 
Nobody ever wants to Nothing. hang out, but the minute you're like no. busier than a one-armed paper hanger, everyone calls you. <laughs> right. if, you're, if you're not dating somebody, then like nobody oh, wants yeah. to be around you. You are, and everyone's like, "Hey, yo, I used to like you in school." And you're like, "Fuck off." Yeah, you, you're looking good, boy. <laughs> like, I literally just started dating someone yesterday. That why is there 52 messages in my inbox? Stop! Like that's never happened in the universe. Like just right. the minute you decide something, the minute you decide something in life, life's like, "Hey, so we had some other plans," and you're like, "I'm good, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> I think I got this I sorted. Need, I, need yeah. a I still have to pee. Let me go. I'll be back. I, <laughs> I swear to you, my kids. I'm like, can you just all not, not kill each other? Like, mm-hmm. not seriously, not hurt each other. No one jump off the couch. Everyone just sit on the fucking couch and Watch let me your go PJ pee. Mask. <laughs> so I can when pee without worrying. <laughs> No, I really, I really do love kids, and I want to like just make it clear to you guys. Like, you you make little comments here and there, but like without the kids being shoved up your ass twenty four hours a day, and I get it. And it's not because you don't love them; it's because you just need your brain for like an hour, yeah. like five. I do. For, oh, for like I five do. seconds, sometimes you're like, I just everybody stop, you know. And it's just yeah. because gets that it's such an intense, continual thing, like continual, <sighs> intense. <laughs> like, whenever, whenever I had kids the dad would always be able to sleep like you could break into the apartment and murder everyone in the house on top of him and he would be snoring through it sleep through it my kid turns if my kid turns over in his sleep i'm like he's facing north i know where he is <laughs> it's like i just need to shut off a while so is i he can suffocating like, then, then, then when they're quiet for too long you wake up and they're like oh my god are you still breathing you gotta like poke him and you're like oh shit fuck i need yeah. to go back to so like nope, now, he's now he's awake now he's awake you poked him <laughs> Thank you for hey, saying that. Cause sounds like so I much fun. I feel like I, I, I know it's, I, it's I say like, oh my gosh, I'm dying. Everybody like my kids just constantly talking at me and, and it's hard cause I homeschool and I'm here all the time with them. But I, 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 I do, I love them. Oh, I mm-hmm. love them so much, but yeah, there's time, there's moments of the day where I'm like, I, I if you don't stop talking to me, <laughs> but I love how I made you laugh today. <laughs> My processor can only handle just so much right now. The marquee across my forehead says, server busy, please try again later. You know, like, yeah. I, need, like, I need, just let it load. It's got to get the space and come back, damn it. Just let it load. I know. I'm like, if y'all would just stop interrupting me and give me five straight minutes, I'd be fine. But no, it's like 30 seconds. One question at a time. 15 seconds. Yeah, like, like and they just door. revolve. It's just, not even one question at a time. One child at a time. Like, can you yeah, not they yell? Do. They were they revolve through it's the door. Funny, and yeah, like, it's oh it's like God. one one leaves our room, the next one comes right in. Like they're mm-hmm. like they like were they, waiting. They're tagging out. They're tagging out. Like your turn. They they're like <laughs> seriously <laughs> high fiving on the other side of the door, and they're like, I know "Dude, they they're are. Blow. You're up, I bro. Know they are. <laughs> we got we got them right there. Today's the day. Mom's gonna lose it. <laughs> I love I love today though when I made you laugh. Like Jane's like, "Mom, look, mom, look, mom, look." I'm like, "Mary." Yes. Witness the hot dog bun. She <laughs> wants to show it to you. Jane just brought in her half-eaten like hot dog bun and, and and half-eaten hot dog, and they were all separated. So she's like, "I'm going to set this hot dog on your on bed. bed. I'm going <laughs> to hold up this hot dog bun and this hot dog bun." And Dave, Dave's like, "Behold!" Or no, what did you say? Like, witness the witness. hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm like, "I'm I'm seeing it, Jane. It's fine. It's there." And she's like, "But look at it this way, and look at it this way." And then look at Come it this on, way. Look. And then I ha- you have to see it's facing this way. <laughs> mom, look. That part in, uh, in Family Guy where Stewie's like, Mama, 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 Mama. And she finally uh-huh. just snapped. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh my God, someone put that in a cartoon. Holy fuck, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that was visible yeah. on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> no, 
And then they're like, Jane's like, today. Sorry, I love you. What do you want? Please just yeah. like. And usually kids are really like easy to deal with. They're they're chill and they're like, you can talk to them and they're the most interesting people on the planet because they ask questions nobody's ever going to ask you because they oh, actually. For sure. like, they're thinking about they stuff that no one's like, you're not going to know. You got to grow up now. And they never lose that like curiosity to always question things. Mm-hmm. I think like this all really, it seems rabbit trail, but it all like ties back into the original point of the conversation which is this is like when did we decide that it was okay to stop asking questions you know like kids ask questions about everything like why is the sky blue it's not it's really you know mm-hmm. it's a refraction of light in the atmosphere and like you can explain it okay but like i hated when i was a kid people who were like because because i said so and oh, that that's it and i was like i like oh man it's my fourth so right many, they could illustrate this but this but, but you that. get there you know, I think a lot of people stop asking questions because a their questions aren't answered. B they feel like they're they're put down for asking questions. Like, oh, you're stupid. Like, no, that's a it's a legitimate question. If, if it yeah. wasn't for wandering attention, we'd still be like, we wouldn't have fire. We would be still killing people with rocks. You know, like it's just okay. So not everything's going well according you know to innovation. We've learned more horrible ways to kill people, but at the same time, like we wouldn't have medicine we wouldn't have the ability to help anyone on the level that we can if it wasn't for people saying hey how does this work and why are we doing this and why not this and galileo was almost executed by the catholic church like for saying hey you know we go around the sun it doesn't go around us that seemed insane as the- <laughs> <laughs> right. say hey wait a second hey wait a second hey wait a second we need to rethink this we need to ask more questions i'm still, still not sold on the whole earth going around the sun thing so here's actually thing. my cousin's son's name Galileo. She named him Galileo. Sherry no, said this. Sherry said this in, in the stream that I last saw that she was talking to you. So we should never be afraid of asking questions. We should never be afraid of an idea. If the truth can destroy something, let it be destroyed. And don't like and okay, so Dave said earlier about anarchism, he pretty much had to say, Okay, pretend I know nothing and let me try to see this from, from the whole view, not just one yeah. view. Yeah, no, that's, that's my whole life. I know nothing. Right. So here's the thing: like, you you have to like understand that some of the notions that you accept as normal are normal here because we live here, but not somewhere else. And mm-hmm. we just we need to really be able to step back, just in the same way we do with stuff about you know the state or whatever, and really look at a lot of philosophical questions and say, hey, is this actually okay, or is this just something I believe because everyone around me thinks it's okay? Because yeah, yeah. So this, is that is that your your thought on the circumcision? Segue. Because that's how I sort that. of felt was that was I how I'm I sorry, Christian. <laughs> no, but there's this is my thing is there's absolutely no difference between cutting a part of the body off of a male child as there is to a female child. You're still you say, Oh, it's just skin, but like you could argue that it's just skin, nerve, and eggs on either one. It's really not any different. The thing is is that we've been taught as a society to accept this. And that's why we do it. There's other countries where if you suggested, you know, hey, are you going to have this done? They'd be like, why the fuck would I do that? And it would be just as ludicrous to them to consider the alternative. So here's the thing. Like, we, this is, this is such a it's weird okay. topic. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Like, if, like I said, you, until like 10 minutes ago, you didn't know that they did this to little girls in like Africa. Okay? Like your whole yeah. family, all your aunties are going to come around. With like you know a sharp piece of metal or some broken glass or some shit, mm-hmm. and we're gonna, okay. we're gonna stitch. Here's, here's the thing: like, if, like oh, I said, shit. you until like ten minutes ago, 
Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry. That was Dave. That, that was, was Dave. my fault. Right. So you, you get all your, your family around your aunties and it's a thing, you know, and I, and you listen to just, and seriously, just like, look it up, listen to like NPR interviews and stuff with women in these countries that said, you know, Hey, this is what happened. You know, my whole village basically held me down and said, this is what you have to do. This is our, our norm. And like literally like a piece of glass or something, just cut off everything yeah. and then close it, stitch it closed. And you'd be like, this is so, you know, someday this will make your life easier. How is making that more like scar tissue going to help you have a child? You could die like that. You literally just increase the odds of you not living through childbirth. Like, so I understand yeah. that in a sense, like, okay, a dude, you do this. It's not going to affect your ability to reproduce in the sense of like, you can still do it. It's not going to like, you know, you don't have to have a baby, but at the same point, you're still cutting off another part of another person's body without their consent in, in the, in the trust is your culture that this is something that's going to help them but why not really look at it if the thing is i'm not saying that you're not curious i'm saying if you really want to know the truth you have to let go all of your ideas about what our country community or you know your your religion or whatever says this is okay and really look at it from the really really outside point of view which is as a human being if you went to another planet and had to explain this to someone how could you possibly justify like, what purpose does this really serve? Why would you do this? And why would your body produce this if it wasn't needed for something? And there's, there's, you know, there's actually information on the side of not circumcising people that would actually be beneficial in a lot of ways. And there's a lot of, you know, you talk about religion. Okay, this religion does that. But literally, there are actually historical facts where they said, okay, we don't, we don't want you to, like, touch yourself too much. So we're going to help you, like, curb that, you know, like... Who, who decided whether you're a state or a church or whatever, a king, or you consider yourself a god or a regular fucking Joe, who gives you the right to say to somebody else, you have to do this to make me more comfortable or to make life easier? Like, why not let them decide for themselves? You could, you could at like, you know, 35 or however old you fucking wanted to just be like, hey, I want to have this done. And you could do it. But if you take that person's choice away, then they don't have the choice. That's the whole point. That's violating their rights. Yeah, it's a body sovereignty issue. I get that. Um, <clears throat> I see. I see that too. Yeah. I, I like. I said. I mean. I. I don't. I don't think anybody who says that circumcisions are wrong aren't coming from a place of a good argument. Um, you know. I. I. I like. I don't. What's the best way for me to put this? Is it, I mean, you, you said a lot of right things there is that you have to let all of your, your preconceptions behind and et cetera. Mm-hmm. But there is a, a certain point where you're like, my biggest issue is with the religious community. If I was circumcised or not, I honestly don't really care that much. I know it matters for me if I was to make the decision for the child, but me now being circumcised, it's not really something I ever worry about, you know, <laughs> that my body sovereignty was violated in that case. It's violated every day. So, um, <laughs> you know, here's an, here's an interesting perspective. You're talking about like vaccines earlier and things being voluntary. So I'm assuming if you ever went, you said you wouldn't, you know, want the police to talk to your child without you there. If you talk oh, to the doctor, you say, okay, I know what's in this, whatever you have informed consent, you can make your own decision because you did the research or whatever. And you said yes or no to this one thing. That's, that's making a choice. So most of these, and I'm I'm talking like maybe ninety percent or more of circumcisions happen where the doctor takes them into a different room 
and the parents are just like, oh, they come back. They're a little bit upset, but they'll be fine. You know, we'll take care of the wound and we're good. But if you literally saw how they did it and how like they're held down and the how much pain they're in and like, oh, let's give you some sugar water to distract you. Like, oh, we'll, we'll make sure they're not in any pain. Like you, you don't, if you like, all right. So you talked about, you didn't know all that much about abortion until you started researching it. You had to do a project or whatever. If you actually look into this, you would never as a mother, especially from a freshly born child or dad, be able to be like, Hey, it's okay that this is happening right now. Like that's such an incredibly painful thing to do. You show up on the planet. Okay. You're, you're warm. You're in your own sauna. You got music. There's a heartbeat. Everything's good. And suddenly you go from in the womb to in the room. And then some guys like, Hey, this is what we're going to do. And then you're in excruciating pain. Like that's not a good way to enter. And I'm not saying that you would necessarily remember that. Why should one of the first experiences you have on the planet as a male be like unbearable pain? What does that do? What does that prepare you for? Even like, that was a joke. Your child might not ever know about pain until they're like <laughs> several months old. Okay. Why should your first introduction to the planet be that? Like, that's you know, maybe this does contribute in some way, even if it is subconscious. And I'm not saying that it does one way or the other, but like, why can't we entertain the possibility that this is actually harmful? I don't have a problem with entertaining it. Years ago. <laughs> yeah. I, I just haven't seen, I just haven't seen anything. I mean, I know it's painful. I understand that. There's no, there's no distinct, there's no saying it isn't like there's no, you can't uh, use anesthetics. You know, Here's so. the thing. I'm arguing against yeah. this knowing that, my sons are but it's not because i said okay i really need to have this thing happen it's this is the this is the norm this is the way it's pushed on you this is don't even get me started on on like obstetric violence and how like you're you're totally pushed into this corner of like have you ever seen money python uh, you know like the beginning they get they get the machines out and he's like oh get the woman with the lights and the buttons and the beep beep beeps in case the director comes by and and in this whole like hubble loops going on the woman says Doctor, doctor, what do I do? And he says, nothing, dear. Lie back. You're not qualified. And that's exactly how you're treated. You're treated like the body that you've lived in when you go to a doctor. Like, how many people have looked into an illness and a doctor says, oh, you're fine and this isn't happening. But you've lived in your body for like 30 years and you say, hey, no, like, I can't function. Like, there's a real problem here. And they just write you off. Yeah. It's, it's so much It's so much crazier to be at the most vulnerable point you'll ever be in your life and have somebody tell you. You don't have any voice. We're experts. We know what's going on. Like whatever. Everybody's like, oh, the experience is all different. You can have a plan. Like they tell you all this fancy shit. They don't really stick. Mm -hmm. No, they don't. <laughs> Why would you so expect what, the same industry to tell you the truth about that? So, what do you think the reason is that they? I mean why why is this a thing well, it's why cultural. Is, why do we do this we've talked it, about it, this. a lot of it is cultural yeah. and it is a lot of it is religious and the way that we grew up before this we had different like worldviews. we had different value systems some of this is just carried over some of this really is you know this is a tradition but sometimes traditions are just a collection of bad habits and sometimes it takes a great number of years or decades or centuries for people to look back and say hey you know we can't do this anymore. It used to be culturally acceptable to burn people alive at the stake for having like a birthmark. Oh, you must be a witch. It was morally and legally allowed, but it wasn't right. And it took a great number of years for people to say, hey, hey, hold on a second. Wait a minute. Like, this isn't okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe it's not the exact same equivalent, but we do things as people thinking maybe this is the way to deal with it. 
but as our understanding changes, so should our solution. We shouldn't just stick to this is what we've always done, so this is what we should always do. Never stop asking questions, ever. That's that's where when your curiosity and your compassion and your common sense dies, that's when you lose everything. Those are the three things I think are honestly the most missing in this whole like the timeline that we live in. It's just, you know, the average Joe thinks I'm, I don't know anything, so I can't ask questions or I can't really weigh in on this because I'm not an expert. But listen, like you, you have, most people really do. You have a, you have the ability to discern for yourself. You have a sound mind. You have, you have curiosity. If you care anything about other people, you have the ability in yourself as a person. This is the whole idea with the whole nap violation thing. As an individual in charge of yourself, you have the appropriate amounts, you know, normally speaking here, of intelligence, of like human compassion and curiosity to just keep asking questions and, and say, hey, you know, like, is this really okay or are we doing the wrong thing? There's nothing wrong with going back and asking people, like, maybe we should reevaluate this. It doesn't make you less of a person. That doesn't make so, you, um, you know. Let me, let me ask you this real quick. If, okay, so with the whole vaccine thing we talked about so parents making the decision for their kids to be circumcised but are they they're they're getting their kids vaccinated for things what what are your thoughts on that i mean is that like a nap violation because the kids could and this is just me being the devil's advocate so i love you sirens but is that is that like the kids can't consent to having those vaccinations so what's what is that there's like a difference i think with consent around like uh, raising kids okay so little kids don't know you can't pull the boiling water on you you can't run across the street because you'll get killed in heavy traffic like they're not aware of dangers there's a sense where you do have to make decisions for them or curb their behavior so they don't hurt themselves and okay like here and i i pretty much agree with dave in the sense of like number one it should never be compulsory anytime anybody tells you we're gonna do this and you can't question it run dude Seriously, like anytime, any kind of any ideology, any religion, any person, anybody anywhere says you cannot ask questions. So look at it like this. If you're going to buy a car and the guy said, OK, here's the car and uh, let me know what you want to know about it. Here's how much money it is. It is and it's kind of like, oh, this is this is a bit steep. And they didn't like to ask questions. Would you still buy that car? You couldn't say how many miles are on it. You know, has it been any accident? You would never buy that fucking car. You'd be like, there's no way this shit's not rigged. Like, you're not going to do it. So why not apply the same caution to any other decision that you make? I, I'm curious what your opinion is on the, you know, we could talk about how. I believe, I believe in informed consent is my thing. Like, you can decide whatever the hell you want based on your own values. But do the research. Be informed. Don't just say, you know. XYZ person or group or whatever does this, so I'm not going to ever think about it. Please take the time to just say, you know what, I looked into it, this is what I believe, and this is what I'm going to do. Like, I can respect that, even if I don't agree with you. I don't have the right to tell you what to do. I don't want you to think like me. I just want to know that you're actually thinking. So what about parents who use the justification of like uh, the health side of, you know, it prevents uh, instances where you could get like an infection or an inflammation and have to, you know, eventually get it removed anyways during a procedure like that, which is rare. I understand that. But you could, you could also get lung cancer and have to have one removed. You could all and breathing, like literally anything you could do being alive. The human condition is like a lot of suffering, like anything, any, any component of your physical body could cause malfunctions or have problems. But you couldn't say, okay, you know, like uh, we've decided you that you have a pretty good 
indication you might get lung cancer. So like, we're just going to start taking everyone's lungs when you're like 24 or something. That would be ludicrous, right? Because you're like, nah, that just doesn't seem like it's a rational like risk assessment. <laughs> like, maybe they're good for another 30 years. You don't know. But like, you, you, you wouldn't take something that crazy as being normal. But the things that we consider normal, some of them actually are that nuts. It's, it's a little bit weird to say, you know, like based on some kind of data that might not apply to you, this is what you think you should do because, you know, maybe, maybe you'll just be one of those people that doesn't like to wash or something. So we'll just, you know, cut this off at the past. Like you don't know that about this person or any other person. Like you don't have the right to tell people what they're going to do or what kind of person they're going to grow up to be. And like, why would you take that? It's about taking the choice away. No, I mean, I, I get, I get that. I just think that, you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like we're arguing in circles, but you, Back to the vaccines, because I feel like these kind of go for it. You could you could literally ask me anything, and I'm I'm good. I'm really into the whole intellectual debate thing. I'm not going to take offense to it because I really do appreciate opposite viewpoints. A lot of times, I've talked to people that don't think anything like me, and I say, "Hey, you know what? I really never did think of it that way. It never ever fucking occurred to me to see it from your point of view because it just didn't. Like it's just." You know, so here's, I'm not going to take it as you attacking me as a person. It's really, you can ask me what the fuck. Well, you know, so I was just going to, I was just going to say for that, you know, from the vaccine example, we were talking about, you know, as like an infant getting vaccinations and stuff like that is to mitigate the chances of you uh, getting one of these diseases. I won't say prevent because nothing's a hundred percent effective, but you give your child the measles vaccine to mitigate the chances of them getting measles. Um, I mean, could you not argue from a perspective that removing a, a vestigial element of, of your body is, you know, to, I mean, you know, and this is a little more extreme the further you take it, but, you know, there's, there is an argument to be made that, that the mitigation of future harm could be seen as the parents acting in the best interest of the child in the moment, which is, I think a lot of people who aren't religious and understand the cultural background still argue. Yeah. Way yeah. behind that kind of argument is okay. We don't want your kids <laughs> get cancer or whatever, or have some kind of thing going on. But here's the thing: you get a hangnail, okay? We all got toes. You get a hangnail, you get that effect. You get gangrene. You could have it down to the bone, showing, and have to get the shit amputated. But does that mean we should cut everyone's feet off? No, but but <laughs> toes aren't necessarily vestigial. Like you can't balance without your big toe. You know, I mean, I think or your pinky toe, whichever it is. Um, you know, it's just. You mean vestigial in the sense of <laughs> why does it form on literally every fucking human male on the planet if it's not meant to be there? Why is your appendix form? We've actually done research. About it. Your appendix, your appendix actually does help produce white blood cells to help fight off infections. You can survive without it, but you will survive better with it if it is functioning properly. If it's if it ruptures, obviously you need to have it taken out because you're going to have an internal like infection that's going to like take out the rest of your organs. That's why they extract it. But literally, you will survive longer and better. Like, your spleen, that all oh, you don't need your spleen. Yeah, you fucking do. Like, if you look into the actual functions of these organs, the things that we didn't understand at the time, so we said, okay, you know, medicine says you don't need this because if we take it out, you won't live. But if we take out your heart, you won't. So you must not need this. It's not necessarily a good argument. It's not... It's not entirely factual. We didn't have all the information when these practices were put into place. Like we used to do the four humors. Like, oh, let me uh, let me taste your 
your urine and your snot and uh they tell you what kind of you need to eat less red meat or whatever like that's that's insane that's just as nuts as like the essential oil thing okay so <laughs> we, we had we had limited information when medicine started and as time goes on the more information we have the more we can consider like you know maybe there is something more to no i mean i think that's fair i think i think you bring up a lot of good points i just you know uh, i'll have to take some more time to mull it over um i don't have any reason to circumcise a child i'd have to not really that interested in having children to begin with but you know, it, I, I, I don't have any cultural ties to it necessarily. Um, you know, pretty much any argument that okay, I have so is let me take a totally weird extreme. This is going to seem pretty fucked up, but bear with me here. Okay. So we, we live in a society where there's a huge push for support this cancer industry or whatever, this research and all that crap. So if you, if you just assumed for the sake of mathematical simplicity that half the population was female, and they said, okay, maybe like 40% of those women are going to get breast cancer or whatever. Would you advocate also saying, well, we could prevent the cancer of this. So we should just, you know, we're just going to cut your breasts off when they happen. And, uh, you know, it'll keep you from dying later on. Possibly. So maybe. So I think we have, we have a fundamental distinction here between like, I, I, you know, we talked about this earlier. You, you said there's no difference between female genital mutilation and, and male circumcision. And I, I, you know, again, we could talk about this now, but like, I can't make the connection between the skin that goes around the penis foreskin and removing the labia and possibly even the clitoris and other portions. Because both of these measures were to reduce like sensitivity and sex drive in like in human beings as they were adolescents and children, the main drive behind this, it's not, Oh, this is going to help you. It's, we're going to make sure that you don't do the wrong thing. We don't want you to be, you know, like lustful little creatures running around in the night and just, you know, we, we want to like, we got to curb your desire. It's a way of controlling people. It's another way, the same way the state or the same way religion or anything else says, we don't like the behavior that you do. It makes us uncomfortable. So in order for us to be comfortable in, in a situation that we're never going to see the shit we're even talking about. Okay. Most people who are saying, okay, I'm for circumcision or whatever. They're never gonna. They don't. They're never gonna like be naked with you. They don't know like. But hey, you know, I'm gonna do his future girlfriend a favor. That's pretty fucking creepy. Like, you're never gonna be there for it. Why do you give a fuck at all? That's I a weird, like, I, a weird way of controlling people, and it's a weird violation of personal space and personal liberty, and your own sovereignty that that sets you up for things like this because automatically everyone's already made choices for you all this time. So why shouldn't you just keep trusting them? I, I understand that there's the the there's a, a similarity and justification for the two practices, but I I think but they're really the same thing. You are cutting away the flesh of a human being for the convenience of someone else's opinion. I you know I think we 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 made this comparison earlier, and I I don't know if you were here for that or not, but you know I said it's like would you rather remove the skin on your pinky or remove a digit? Is is how I feel like yes, they're both parts of your body, and neither one of them would be a fun time. But, right. I, but I, would you rather be tased by the cops or beaten soundly? I mean, it's the same fucking thing. Oh, how man. is it not? How is it, how is it not no, the same though? I, like I, you're saying, to one degree is okay. Taxation's not theft if it's two percent, but if you take eighty percent, then we're gonna brawl. I mean, you're it's you're splitting hairs. You're saying by degrees you're this right. violation is okay. not a so serious, that this violation. 
that I'll take. I'll take that I'm splitting hairs. I'll take that I'm I'm playing a, an angle that doesn't necessarily have to be played because the internal justification for the practices are <coughs> inherently different. But let's say, for example, we deemed circumcision as a nap violation for both male and females. Let's just say we did that because it's a violation of body sovereignty. So if I were to respond to the nap violation of the removing of a foreskin versus the genital mutilation of a female, depending on the severity, you know, the, that could require two different responses in some cases, you know, I mean, there's, you know, I, that, listen, pretty, okay. So <laughs> circumcising a little boy may not threaten his life in the way that it threatened a female. You, if, if you do this to a female child, the scar tissue may prevent her from delivering her, delivering her child. She could die. But here's the thing. Do you know how many little boys in the United States die from like blood loss? They cut an artery by accident. Like, some shit went wrong. There was an infection. Like it's a pretty big fucking number, and it's people like a 10% never complication rate. I think it's like they 10%. never talk about this. So if it's ten percent, oh, that's acceptable. But what if your child's well, in the ten percent? I didn't say it was. What acceptable. if you're the one that gets the heck? But what if you're the one that gets the heck? What if someone says, "Okay, no, I've done this before," and your child's the one that bled to death, and you can't stop it? And he was literally born like five fucking hours ago. How would you feel when someone says, "Oh, well, you're just in the ten percent, so it's okay." Well, that's like, like that's not okay. That's like if my child's the one in a million that gets a vaccine and gets the autism from it. You know, I mean, it's it, it, I guess it's that calculated risk thing. And you could argue that there's that that 10 percent chance doesn't outweigh any of the risks that you could get from, say, an infection from the foreskin or something. But it's different but, theoretically when you do not have children to when you do have children. Like Dave said earlier, you, your, your child happens, they come out. And at the same time, you're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. You're like, holy fuck, please don't die. I have no reason to believe you will, but please don't die. Like. It's, it's the difference between getting, seeing someone getting shot on television, having it happen to you in real life. Like it's a totally different fucking experience. And you can feel sympathetic for, empathize with, oh my God, that was so moving with the character in the story, all you fucking want. But until it actually happens to you and you say, oh my God, I made this person and it hits you. Like, and I think it hits dudes differently because it's kind of a concept until you meet them. Whereas if you're the woman, you like, You've known them the whole time. You know their movement schedules. You know like their personality in a way because you're you're never away from them. They're literally inside your body is a totally different thing. Like, but the difference between, hey, if I have kids someday, I'm never gonna do this or whatever. Like, you could write fucking libraries of shit off of that one concept. Okay, like, there's a difference between saying theoretically, if I did this, I would think this, and having it happen to you in real life. It's so, so incredibly different. It's you, you can't explain it to anybody. It's literally one of those you had to be there, you know, unless this has happened to you and you've gone through it, you will not understand the visceral fucking need to protect this person in this way. Like, I don't care how close you are to your mom, your dad, your girlfriend, your sister, your brother, whoever, until you have a child, you will never completely understand how absolutely and without hesitation you would completely lay down your life for another person so when you come to that level you you talk we, we talk about as libertarians we say okay well you you can't violate my rights you know and, and whatever and I'm, I'm a person and all this crap we, we talk about it all the time but when you have the vulnerability of another human life that you're responsible for outside of your own person oh my god that is that is so much heavier i would rather take care of 10 of me than one of them in the sense of like the 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 weight of that the the sheer like human responsibility is just it's so heavy and it's not a matter of like oh i do, i wish this didn't happen or whatever it's it's just 
until you love somebody that much, you'll never understand. And it's like it's weird, and it's and a lot of it is biological and chemical and whatever. And you can make all the philosophical arguments you want, but until you are actually willing to die for somebody else, that like you don't you don't have like a real choice, really. I think. I mean, maybe some people do, maybe some people don't feel attached to their kids, but I I, I can't wrap my head around, man. So I can't because. I give all the fucks when it comes to my kids. <laughs> Joel here corrected me. It's it's uh well if if I'm doing some quick maths right, four <laughs> six plus four is the ten plus one point eight carried zero. It's like an eleven percent, eleven point eight percent uh complication rate, and then you have later complications which aren't well defined, which that makes sense. But, but here's here's the thing about statistics: you can bend statistics to any direction you want to. You can say, well. <clears throat> 50% of the people or 75 or 25% people interviewed said this, but you don't know if they talked to five people or 50 people or two people. No, I get however that. many. Yeah. I just, that you was just the information that he gave me. So I'm, when, I'm just making sure I'm there's an acceptable mark. No, I, I'm not something. saying that there is if an you're acceptable. Saying, okay. When you're not talking about oh, a car where you're actually, like, you know, 10% of the time my car doesn't start, but usually it does. So I guess, you know, I'll keep driving. It is not the same thing as like, you know, uh, well, like, you know, most of my kids didn't die. It, it just, it, this is a different ratio. It's a different, entirely different equation than a material object or a process or a, I didn't win the lottery this time. You know, like there's, there's a real life at stake. There's a real person. There's a real investment and it's, and it's very personal and it's biologically and psychologically in, in just, it's connected to you in every way. You can't ever really separate yourself from that and there's a lot of people who do and they and you have to live with like consequences you can't it's not the same thing at all it's not it's not a cold mathematical statistic you know like oh well, we were decided to you know build a potato can in the backyard or like launch pumpkins with the trebuchet and uh, you know like 85 percent of the time they landed in the garden but uh once in a while it goes crazy and goes over there and takes up the barn you know like it's not the same fucking thing at all there's a very 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 real visceral like human thing at stake here and it's not just human in the sense of we're all people but you wouldn't walk into a bear's room and be like hey i'm gonna take this this one's cute and this one's mine you get fucking mauled like it's it's not a rational thing in the sense of not that you can't be rational about it but the the way you feel towards your children is not a rational quantifiable equation when we say you know hey our, our, you know, youth, they go to war because I want to do this for my family or I want to do this because I want to protect my parents, and my brothers and my sisters, and my friends. Like that's the kind of it, it approaches that sort of feeling, that that brotherhood of I will do this for you. No greater love hath any man than he that lays down his life for his friends. Right. Like it, it, it approaches that feeling, but it doesn't even come close to it. Yeah, I think I think you did your math the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's actually – I carried the one in, the zero in the wrong direction, so yeah. it should be like one point something percent. But no, I'm not even sure point, most of us are point, kind of drinking, so we'll forgive the math. But. Point five. Now, now with me, it's I think it, it's like you, you, you do bring some really – Sirens bring some really strong you know, arguments to the table, and, and I, I, can, I can agree with them. I think for me it's, it's just mostly I'm, I'm, I'm team circumcised. <laughs> and, so and now, I'm going to make a really out there random on the branch guess that the reason that you're okay with this is because this already happened to you so you don't think mm -hmm. there's it's not yeah, abnormal that's what I'm saying that's 
that's where I'm at. That's that's what I'm used to. And and then then so now my kids are too. It's like, and I I totally understand your 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 arguments, and I I think they're really good arguments. But that's just yeah, this just, is my thing. I I regret the fact that when my boys were that young, I didn't have the perspective I have now because I never would have agreed to that. I never mm-hmm. would have because, and it's not about you know business of oh well does this improve you know your sex life or is your girlfriend going to yeah. be offended whatever yeah, fuck the reason you come up with it's not about that it's literally that i didn't allow you the choice because culture said this is what you should do or mm-hmm. some doctor said well we think we need to do this or whatever and nobody gave you the real information like when you when you go to a hospital and you tell somebody oh i'm gonna have a baby i'm pregnant you go to the first like congratulations or hey what do you want to do about this alternately you know and if you decide to keep your child they're like oh hey well you know here's some things that you can expect and you can make a plan and you can have emergency contacts or whatever but they do not tell you really when it comes down to it this is pretty much a ford assembly line like well i gotta go on a break uh my shift's over in five minutes could we speed this up like they don't oh, I know that <laughs> you, you can meet all the doctors in the whole place and the one that happens the day your kid is born is the one that you never fucking met like yep you're not like they give you this warm touchy-feely like you have no, our doctor shit. wasn't even there <laughs> when it comes down to it you really don't have to say and if you tell somebody hey i don't want my kid vaccinated within the first you know whatever the first the first year or the first week or the first day here's the thing your kid's born perfectly fine with a perfectly functioning, like everything, you know, barring some, you know, anomaly. And suddenly you have all these doctors that are like, I know your kid's only five minutes old and it's the most precious thing in the world, but we want to stick holes in it with these pins. And, uh, they're not going to like this, but uh, also if it's a dude, we're going to cut some shit off and that's fine. But like, why? Like, what's with, what's with the rush? What's with that whole, like, it is we a rush. Just, you're right. It lock is. Them up, knock them down. Yeah. We got we got shit to do. And I, I've literally had nurses be like, "Well, I'm going on on break, and or my shift's over, and like I won't be here." And doctors that totally were like, "You know, I decided to go golfing this weekend instead, so I won't be there." And I know you're like, you know, I know you as a person from all the shit I said to you at the visit, but I don't really care what happens to you. And it's like, yeah, that's so it's that, so impersonal to take to take a mother in the most vulnerable place you will ever be in your life with all your business buried to everybody, not even about the, like the embarrassment factor, but just literally like this has never happened to you before, especially if you're a first time mom where they say, oh, no, for like, sure. Yeah. Hey, you can't trust your own opinions or what you feel is happening or how comfortable you are or if you're nervous or if you just need a hug or if you're just upset or you just, you know, maybe you need some water or some coffee or you just need someone to tell you, hey, you're doing a good job or whatever. Like they don't give a fuck, dude. A lot of the times they're just like, you know, you need to go with whatever gets told to you. And, and it's so like when you go to a doctor and you say, hey, man, I, I've, I've got a chest cold. And they're like, yeah, I think it's allergies, you know, and maybe you're like, OK, well, I'll try this. And it doesn't work. You go back and you're like, no, nah, dude, it's I'm coughing up green shit now. Like there's something going on here. You're like, and they're like, yeah, you know, maybe you should try this. You're going to stick with them and say, hey, like, I just I feel awful. I can't go to work. You know, this is the thing. But when when it comes to giving birth everyone's like yeah Yo, you don't know anything <laughs> you're gonna no i know i know there's a million people telling you the same thing and mm-hmm. you need to buy and they're this just going by the book they're going because yeah. we're just going to put you in panic mode and it's they don't mm-hmm. ever give you the agency as a person to say hey i know what's happening and like 
it's hard to explain even if you even if you're with somebody that in my opinion if you're even if you're madly in love with this person and you share like every detail of your life it's so fucking hard to translate to another person this thing won't ever happen to you know how how it really is like how you really feel i'm not even talking about pain i'm just talking about the experience of like oh my god i'm responsible for this person and like here it is it's going to happen no matter what and to have somebody (laughs) think about this animals pack animals okay so like lions and zebras and whatever a lot of times on the birth they go away from everyone else they have Mm -hmm. to be by themselves and they have to like you know just chill and try to calm down or whatever the hell it is they're doing they they'll bring them back and reintroduce them but you don't get that opportunity in, in human culture you get the first thing we're gonna do is put you under the microscope we're gonna be invasive you need to wear this you know monitor you got to put these like you know things in your veins you got to do this you got to do that like there's so much shit going on and they don't tell you anything they don't listen to what you say and if you say you know like i'm upset or if i'm whatever they don't actually take into consideration a lot of times Unless you have a really good doctor and you're really lucky. <laughs> yeah. How you actually feel about it as a person. Like, no matter what happens, like I get that the doctor's objective is to get the baby out safely and whatever. But as a person, holy shit, I just had a planet and um I just need like a human being right now. <laughs> Not write me off for a second as some crazy like, oh, we see this all the time, you know, we birth twins before lunch. We're totally galvanized. I don't even I'm even affected like they're so numb to it. And if you're like a first time mom, that's just really scary. So here's my thing is like, if, if your experience with that was that, you know, alienating and that like, why, why don't I count? You know, the whole time you're pregnant, they're like, Oh, you're so special. You're a mom and whatever. And the minute you go to have a baby, they're like, fuck you. You're not even here. <laughs> Lie down. Like, <laughs> You don't count anymore. That's just driving the thing. So why would you trust the system? that treats you as a mother who is, you know, like a wise enough, like potentially grown adult in this way and says, okay, you no longer have a say, you no longer have sovereignty of your own person. Why would you trust a system that treats you that way to tell you the truth about your own child? And it's not a matter of being paranoid and it's not a matter of, of whatever else. Like if, if you went to a car dealer, okay, and they said, oh yeah, it's good to go. And you bought this thing and it fell apart a block away. You wouldn't go back to the same place and be like, hey, man, do you have anything else? And they fucking rip you off a second time. And you're like, you know, I should go back to the same guy. Who does that? <laughs> Nobody does that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Like, when it's not a matter of, you know, some kind of crazy paranoia. It's like when you look at the facts and you look at the results and you look at the way that things are handled or the way you're treated as, as a human being, why would you assume that this person has the best possible interest you know like if they had the nascar stickers for every drug company they were paid you know and got vacations for and whatever else just on them maybe you'd know who you were dealing with but you don't you just see a doctor who says yeah i'm totally here to help you i went to school for like 20 years to just help you like (laughs) right are you sure (laughs) maybe your parents really wanted you to be a doctor and you really didn't want to get wrote out of their will and i don't know who i'm talking to like you know and it's not, like I said, it's not a matter of like some mass conspiracy. It's just a matter of on a person to person basis, like maybe some shit's off the level here, you know, like maybe it's not just the system. Maybe sometimes you get a bad egg. Maybe sometimes it really is a system, but you, you have to be open to the possibility that there's more to this 
than just what you see on the surface. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, I think that's a pretty, I think it's a pretty effective, uh, little closing argument there. Um, I think we've got, you know, it seems like Joel here is, 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 uh, can, can empathize with, with David's position and I'm glad that we got to sit here and talk about it, but I don't know where time it is over there, but it is almost four thirty over here, and I have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying three thirty. Yeah, We got to get to bed. Yeah, so maybe I, Siren, we'll have to have you fun. back on the show again to where we can talk oh, more. Please come back. Yeah, I'm I want to hear more from conversation that I meant to have. And when I was driving, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's so much shit I want to put into this, but like at the same time, <laughs> driving and listening, and then we get onto a different conversation, and I'm like, I can't type this much. <laughs> I I'm sorry, but it's just because to me it's not the splitting hairs thing is what's gonna undo us is libertarians and like I you know like nobody fights libertarians like libertarians okay and I get that in you know and Capistan we're all gonna have different points of view and some people will say well I belong to this order I belong to this you know guild or belief or whatever the fuck it is and they're gonna have different beliefs in you but there are gonna be people who say yeah I understand those people over there or those guys over there or I belong to both of these groups or 10 of these groups or 120 of these LMPM subgroups or whatever you know like there's always going to be that overlap but you have to let people do what they're going to do but you you have to open that up to you know you can't just say there's only choice A or only choice B there's an indefinite endless number of choices or outcomes and you know, you talk about these tiny experiments, and that's really what I, the I'm I'm asking for the same thing you're asking for, just from a different perspective. I could not have said it better myself from the beautiful mind of the wonderful Siren. Also, thank you to David and Mary for for being here for the entire what is it like five and a half hours we've been on or something like that. <laughs> oh this shit! Fun. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting to be a part of this at all. I was just like so excited to listen. And I'm like, wait, hold on. That's bullshit. I have to call you. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, like I said, we'll have to have you back ever, on another I don't time. ever expect when I talk to somebody to say, okay, well, in five minutes or three sentences or whatever, I'm going to win you to my point of view. Maybe <laughs> you will never agree with me. And maybe you'll be my arch nemesis. Maybe we will fight to the youth. Like, we'll be, we'll be Jefferson and fucking john adams like to the end like fuck you man i don't agree with you and just do it (laughs) maybe that's what it is but maybe the the conversation that we have will help other people understand the issue better maybe it will expose them to different possibilities and that's what this whole conversation that we're having as a liberty community is really about is not about the weather not about the shit we agree on not about the memes we all think are funny it's really about like the issues that we don't agree on and the point that we have to just say, hey, you know, like maybe you think differently than I do, and maybe that's just the way it is, and maybe it makes me uncomfortable, but I have to accept that because I can't force you to, you know, you can't tell me what to do. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of this whole argument is that we can say, you know what, I don't agree with you, but I want to hear why you don't. And as long as we don't lose that, and as long as we keep talking, we're okay. Because the minute we say, you know what, fuck you, man, shop's closed, shorty, fuck off, like we're done for it. And that's it. That's all she wrote. That's the end, man. We we got nothing left. The minute we decide to stop, you know, having a conversation, we're done for. As long as we keep talking, we're all right, man. Let's keep talking more. <laughs> yeah, like I always say, the only thing you have to lose is a wrong idea. But I'm gonna go ahead and do the intro real quick so we can get off the stream, and then we'll say our final goodbyes after that, I guess. And uh, but if you enjoyed the show, please make sure you check it out at 
the Liberty After Dark podcast, which is available on pretty much every podcast distributor distributor you could ever ask for. Uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. I think some of it's on Spotify, YouTube, wherever. We're all over the place. Uh, you can like the <laughs> Facebook page, Liberty After Dark. Join the community group. I post stuff there as far as updates or concerns, you know, if anything changes for the episodes. And uh, that's really all I got. Do you guys have anything? Thank you for having us on. Yeah. This, yeah, was this was so fun. fun. Christian, you're a wonderful host. This was a, a really great time. Yeah. Thank you. I, I do actually have something to add. And the first part is, number one, thank you for taking my call because I'm just some random guy in the comments throwing shit out there. You don't have to <laughs> listen to me. You don't have to listen to any of us. Make me push it. And I appreciate it, especially, okay, with Christian and with Dave and Mary, when you take the time to read the comments, because a lot of us are in here like, hey, man, and I know you don't get the comments in real time. I know that. But um, like I, told, I tried telling Christian before, one thing I really appreciate is that you take the time to try to read through the whole conversation. And I know that sometimes there's so much going on that it's completely impossible. But really, we are right here with you live the whole time. Just saying, hey, 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 hold on. I got a point. I need to throw that in there. (laughs) I really appreciate the fact that you guys really do try to hear people out from viewpoints that you don't appreciate, you know, or understand or even have ever been exposed to and just say, hey, you know, you tell me how it is. Like that right there is the whole key to this whole thing. And I just... I have a lot of respect for you guys for actually being willing to hear that out because most people, as soon as they hear something they don't agree with, they're done. They turn it off, they turn away, they click out, they tune out, they're gone. And you can never get them again. And you guys want to keep digging, keep asking questions. Don't be afraid of the truth. And if it can be destroyed by the truth, let it. Just let it. Keep looking for it. Keep going. It's the only way we're going to do this. You guys are the best. And... I don't even know. There's probably like three fucking people watching right now, but uh, I think it's honestly just Joel. But I'm I'm glad he's here right now. So <laughs> it's it's super even late over in the states. So what's you that? never know who that one person is. Even if you only reach one person, you never know who that one. Hey, is. exactly. It's it's you know the podcast gets way more reach than the live show, but I like having the live show to interact with the people. So it was fantastic. Once again, we're gonna go ahead and end the live video. So you guys, all take it easy.